Glitch Free Gaming. Hey everyone, it's another episode of Glitch Free Gaming. It's the E3 special. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! It's that, it's that time of year again. Yay! Meh. <laughs> <laughs> way to ruin the <laughs> way to ruin the spirit, Ben. Uh, as you can hear, uh, joining Kieran and myself is Ben, the editor in chief from the website. Ben, how you doing? I am good. I'm good because Paradox are releasing lots of games. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, has everyone had a good E3 so far? Yeah. Yeah, actually. It's been, been alright. Yeah, it's not been like the biggest, best E3 ever, I reckon, but it's been, it's been good games. There's some good games. Yeah. Not a lot of surprises, but a lot of, you know, good games. Yeah, um,. We'll, we'll get into each of them individually, but yeah, I think overall it's been quite good, and we'll, we'll give you our thoughts on what we thought of each of the conferences and what we've seen and things like that. Um, uh, we did a bit of housekeeping, just apologise for last week, um, had a bit of uh, things to take care of, uh, I'll get into that maybe in a regular episode, um, yeah. so there wasn't an episode last week. Uh, this week, yeah, like we said, it's all about E3, so we're going to do things a little bit different from normal, but kind of stick to what we do whenever we do an E3 special. Um, we're just going to run through. Kieran has compiled a massive list of all the events in the order that they happened, and we've got all the games listed, and we're just going to run through them. We'll gloss over things that didn't really catch our eye or we want to keen on. And we'll dive into the, the things that we were looking forward to, the things that we did like. Um, cool. Um, so just quickly, uh, we'll do a quick what have you been playing? Uh, any games that you've been playing, good, yes or no? Kieran, what you've been playing? Yeah. Yes. Games. Games, were they good? <laughs> yeah, they were good. I played Mirror's Edge. I'll have a review of that up, I, I don't know, at some point. Um I'll have it to Ben by the <laughs> he can do me one. But Excellent. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that. There'll be a full review up. Um, cool. And then Stellaris, Good. which me and Ben have already agreed we have to do a and a, a, a special to, episode on the be, podcast. Pretty much yeah. Yeah, we have to we can't dedicate like five minutes to start this for it because that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Can Absolutely. we can, can we maybe record a podcast while playing a multiplayer game of it? That's definitely something you can do, actually. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad idea. Um, Excellent. Yeah, Star Wars. Cool. I, I, have, uh, I haven't been playing too much. Um, I've been playing uh, Uncharted Collection, and I'm nearly finished the Uncharted uh, Among Thieves first one. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, game still holds up. Absolutely amazing. Um, having a ball with it. They really good. good. They do some good remake work on that. They, they did. Like, they made it look pretty modern. Yeah, the cutscenes really good. Some really nice set pieces in the game. Um, I, I loved the little bit where you were in the on the jet ski and you're going upstream in the wa- uh, in the river. Yeah, I remember enjoying that the first time I played. Looks like yeah, complete re- garbage once you've played four. Um, I am well. I you know what I am. I'm thinking that uh, it was one of the reasons I bought the the collection. I am going to play all three because. Of, um, four just looks absolutely gorgeous, and I want to appreciate all the story. So, cool, Ben. Very quickly, what you've been playing? Yeah, good. Yes or no? <laughs> uh, well, I've 
because you were talking about Uncharted, I, I've just started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider at last. Oh, um, excellent. And obviously, um, we quite like the look of Uncharted 4. Yep. Um, and we were, uh, So I was thinking about picking up the collection so that we could play through the first three. Should I? Um, yes, no. Yes, 100%. I, yeah, 100%, absolutely. Yeah, that, that collection is the way to play the Uncharted games. Um, um, all, they all have nice graphical upgrades, especially the first one. They all run 6 frames a second. They all look fantastic. Like, 2 and 3 in particular, like, 1 still looks a bit dated, but um, they brought it up so it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2 and 3 look like PS4 games. Like, they don't look as good as 4, but they look better than a lot of PS4 games do. Um, cool. Yeah, that's... And you can get it for pretty cheap. Like, I really yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. it's payday on Friday, so yeah. I think you can get the digital copy still for about twenty five quid. Yeah, and sure. I I got a, a second hand copy of the game uh, of the physical version for twenty five, and not regretting it one bit. So yeah, I saw that the other day. That's why I was looking at it myself. Um, ah, right. Apart from that, yeah, also playing Stellaris, loving it. Yeah. Not quite. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, this thing's well, another episode. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of issues with it, but it's also pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, my, that was my kind of uh, watching the conference game. Like, I had my, all the E3 conferences up on one screen and Stellaris up on another one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, unfortunately, I've, I've been watching the football, the Euros, so I had the conferences on YouTube on the, on the telly and the football on my iPad. But... Um, <laughs> Apart from that, I also played um, Tropical 5 was the PS Plus game, what, last oh, month? Yes. And I'd never played Tropical before, and I absolutely love it. So I was playing a lot of that. And having a quick look at Valentino Rossi, the game, which oh, is excellent. MotoGP, but just called something different. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, looking yeah, forward to that one. Is it the same yeah. guys that made MotoGP? Yeah, it is yes. MotoGP, they they've just called it. They do that quite a lot now, where they've got that and yeah. they've got Ride, which is also basically the MotoGP stuff, but yeah, on roads. Um, yeah. Talking of Ride, did they not announce Ride 2? They did, they announced Ride 2 shortly before E3, actually. Um, I think cool. Probably, probably around after Yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got an email for, for it today. There's a new showcase trailer. Oh, cool. Go watch it. Oh, I never oh, I always meant to because I really like Oh, you. Wow. I mean, no, you should. So much, and then you yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely uh, amazing game. I will definitely be buying Raid 2. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got the Nurburgring in it. Oh, man. That's just oh. good. Yeah. Oh. I did the, the... The last MotoGP game I played, and I can't remember which one it, I had... Uh, and it had the Nurburgring on it. It had the, the GP Nurburgring, obviously, but it had the full yeah, Nurburgring the on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Two's Red Two's got Nurburgring in it. Oh, see if you can get if you get to do that in the you know the full thousand cc bikes. Amazing. Yeah, gonna need to change your pants afterwards. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Right. Well, let's get into E3 2016. E3. Alright, well, I have the big list. Do you want me to just start running stuff off? So who's yeah, up sure. first? Up first was technically not part of E3. Uh, EA had their EA Play conference, which was actually their own event that they just hosted the day before E3. Or, yeah, the day before E3. Yeah. 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 Across the road but, from E3. But it was just definitely yeah. not E3. <laughs> not E3. Um, 
Um, yeah, what the hell is that about? It's know, just. Weird. But they did that yeah. thing as well, where uh, they actually they hosted it in two places. They hosted yes. it in LA and they also hosted it in uh, London. London. And Same time, they yeah. would switch back and forth, which was weird. But, I mean, it was, well, I guess, cool if you got to go, because they had all the demos for all the games they were showing, like, yes, there yeah. for people to play. Yeah. Um, uh, just before I start going through the stuff that was there, what did you guys, like, feel going into this conference? Did you, or coming out of the conference, like, did you guys enjoy watching it? Did you? The, the EA one? Yeah. They were a lot less, let's bring out random sports stars than usual. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I brought out the fucking man. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes more yeah. sense at the end, actually. Now I think about it. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll go through stuff uh, and then we'll come back to how we felt. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So they started off with uh, Titanfall Two. Kind of got that out right to start with. Mm-hmm. Anyone well, feel you... strongly about Titanfall Two? I mean, I I, I enjoyed the first one, but I never really stuck at it and yeah. played it for all that much. So I'm not. Overly fast about a sequel, but it looked good. Yeah, it looked good. They showed single player stuff, which the first game didn't have at all. Um, it's coming to PS4 this time, which the first one didn't. Yeah. Uh, the single player was quite cool. I quite like the the idea of the story of it, because um, they showed this trailer that was like, rather than just being generic Call of Duty War thing, it was. Uh, seems like a guy's entire squad gets wiped and the pilot of his mech gets wiped and he has to yeah. pilot the mech instead and I don't know, it seems kind of cool, but we shall see oh. it's still Call of Duty essentially um, then they went straight into sports because it's EA um, although guys tell me if I miss anything by the way because I know Mike has extensive notes <laughs> uh, whereas I kind of hastily made my notes before we started so I, I might have missed some stuff uh, but as far as I'm aware they did Madden 17 after that Talked a lot about esports. Yeah. The big new thing they're pitching for Madden 17 is that there's new commentary. Um, because previous games they've got like the actual commentators, but they've only had them for like a couple of days to record stuff. Uh, yeah. Whereas this time they kind of got some new talent in so they could record them over months from what they say. So they had like extensive amounts of dialogue to kind of have over it. So. Yeah, cool. see, I. I watched the kind of after things from the EA conference and they were interviewing the two guys that were doing the commentary for Madden and they're two guys that have never worked with each other before. Uh-huh. So it's just like, so, yeah. why Why have you done this? Because I actually thought, like, okay, yeah, the commentary in 16, because I reviewed it for the sake, um, was limited, but it was really good. Yeah, and it was it was actual commentary team that worked together on I think it was NBC or something, mm-hmm. and and it was you know it was great it was spot on because I I would I because of playing the game I got hooked into watching NFL last year as well and yeah. Sky basically just takes their feeds from the American channel so this same commentary team were commenting on telly and it was just like yeah okay that that works you know it's what kind of one to one relationship so it'll be interesting to see whether these guys have the same sort of What's it? Not like a, like a rapport with each other, yeah. for for the commentary. Yeah, so but it'll be it'll, it will be good that there'll be more variety to it at least. Yeah, and hopefully it works out well. So so did you guys watch the EA? Did you watch it live or? I watched it live. Um, right, Ben, did you watch it live or did you I, watch this? 
watched no I watched the end of it live and then went right. back and watched the so, rest of it right, so I think it was during YouTube. that you asked me if you could be on this podcast so maybe it wasn't I'll go look it up <laughs> so um yeah i uh, i i caught up with it uh, so i didn't watch it live um and i thought i i just skipped through a lot of you know the minute i let's go back to peter moore and he's got some yeah. you know football stuff i was off like, oh, yeah. fuck off um most of the ea sports stuff i just kind of it dragged on and on and on more than more than usual. I feel like they were very much like they knew the kind of audience that would be there. Yeah. I think it was primarily the people that are into their sports games, especially that London venue. I bet yeah. it yes. was entirely people that were there to play the new FIFA. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the man stuff dragged a bit. Um, then they showed Mass Effect Andromeda, kind of. They came out and was like, Mass Effect's coming, it's still going, it's going to be coming relatively soon. Here's a behind the scenes development trailer because we still don't actually have enough to show a proper trailer of yes which was disappointing i, I thought that game would be further along by now like that yeah was, um they keep saying it's supposed to be out by the end of their fiscal year so by like april next year which that is not happening if that's how yeah the, the stuff the stuff they were showing it was almost non-existent wasn't it yeah it was rough it was like little scenes of stuff what was there looked good? Like, the new ship looked really cool. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. They showed the, the Mako rover from the first game, which, great. Cool. Open mm-hmm. world, driving around and stuff, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, the big thing about it was they showed the new main character at the end of the trailer. Uh, and confirmed yes. that as a new main character. So, in the previous games, uh, obviously you played Commander Shepard, and it defaulted to the male Commander Shepard, and they've confirmed that the woman at the end of this is the default. So you'll be able to switch it to male if you want, but they're defaulting to this, which is probably a direct response to everyone Femship. Yeah. yeah. By the end of Mass Effect, they seem pretty aware that people fucking loved Femship compared to the male oh, Shepard. Wasn't, didn't they have a female Shepard on the, on the cover of Mass Effect 3 at the end? No, but the cover was, uh, you could invert it. It was like double-sided. Uh, oh, which I did. Uh, Right, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Guy, because I did the same. <laughs> yeah, because I was playing Femship. Um, yeah. yeah, but it looked alright. I, I, I'm i still super excited for the new Mass Effect, because it's a new Mass Effect, but I wish they was Exactly, yeah. Of yeah. they spent a bunch of time talking about in this conference, like, that is... This, that's, this conference actually reminded me a lot of two years ago. Yes, I was EA, just about to say EA that. They had that E3 conference where they had nothing to show and they just kept showing like behind the scenes development stuff because yeah. they're like, why yeah. do we don't have any games? Yeah, that's exactly what this was. It was, um, I think, when you come on to what uh, what came on next, was it more FIFA? Was it FIFA stuff after? It was FIFA after. So they talked. Uh, I've mainly got the game stuff here rather than the new stuff just because the games obviously interest us more. But then yeah, also yeah. mentioned they brought up a thing called EA Give. Which is, yes. um, I thought was quite Which is, nice. It's a charity I thought it was thing. quite cool, yeah. Uh, they're doing this kind of charity thing where they'll be setting like, community-based challenges for various games, and uh, if people beat them, then they'll donate some money to charity, which is a, a nice thing. It's a good way to get people involved in charity. All right, yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite cool, especially for a company that has, like, you know, stupid amounts of money. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, then they talked about FIFA. Um, I know me and Mike are not super into FIFA, but uh, Ben, I think you probably like football a bit more than us. Yeah, um, I do. Uh, um, the big changes from so what I guess was that it's going to the Frostbite engine and they have a story mode now. Yeah, FIFA has a story mode. It's the first new feature they've put in FIFA in like seven years or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Like, that's that's not actually a joke. It is actually like seven years since a new feature was put into FIFA, which was the Ultimate Team. So, and they're going to yes, have like destructible goalposts. No, but it's it's basically, from what I gather, it's like your whole career. So it's both on and off the pitch stuff. All right. So you're going to get into like a dodgy situation with miners and stuff like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there was um, yeah, they showed like some a trailer of it where it was kind of. It had a, a quite a cool vibe. I actually thought it looked good. As someone who doesn't really care about FIFA, seeing the trailer for like the the story mode stuff and like the new feature stuff like that, it looked pretty interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, when I play FIFA and in fact any of the EA Sports games, the one thing I, the one mode of theirs that I like to play is the be a pro one, where you create your own player and you kind of have your own career anyway. But it's just all pitch. You maybe decide which team you're going to play for or whatever. But so, like, adding on top of that actual lifestyle stuff as well sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that I'm going to have to be this um, Alex Hunter guy. Yeah, it does seem like they're basing it around this one specific character, which other games yeah. have done in the past. Like uh, the, it's not EA, but the the NBA 2K games have done this successfully for a few years now. Oh, has it? All right. Except for last year. Last year they had one. Ironically, last year they brought um, uh, Spike Lee in to write their story mode, and it was the worst story mode they've had. <laughs> it, was, it was garbage. Um, but they've had something similar to this in previous years, um, so it can be done well. But yeah, based, those ones have always like you made your own character, so it'll be interesting if it's based entirely around this specific guy. It might not be super good, but you never know. Yeah. The other yeah, we'll just need to wait and see how, how it goes. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the other thing they were pushing as kind of a big feature was that managers are in it now. They properly modelled all the managers. Yeah. All the managers. Um, the, the ones from the, the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the ones from the Premier League because this story mode is, I think, going to be fixed just to the Premier League. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. As well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't... Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think in terms of the sports, it was actually a pretty poor showing. Other than this new f- new feature in FIFA, they didn't really talk about anything that new in Madden. Uh-huh. And there was no appearance at all of NHL. Yeah, which is weird. Cause they Nothing about that, golf. They announced that new NHL right before the show. They haven't yeah. announced a new golf game because that last last year's one like bombed majorly. And yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. They're probably going to take a couple of years off for that. But... Yeah, like they didn't show NHL, which is bizarre because yeah, they had that. They announced it right before the show, and I think they were showing it. I think they had demo stations there of it there. They just didn't right. show it in their. Conference. Yeah, there was nothing on stage here. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they dropped they dropped an E3 NHL trailer like three weeks ago or something like that. But yeah. there was nothing of it bizarre. at E3, so. Um, but yeah, that was kind of all their sports stuff. Though. Um, then they moved on to. Uh, their little indie game thing where they were like we're going to make more indie games we're going to fund more indie games and they showed a game called Fee that 
Yeah. I, I don't know, like, I like indie platformers, and it looked like an okay one, but it didn't really grab me anyway. No, it was, it, it kind of felt that, you know, that was, right, last year we had Unravel, and that looked very pretty. We better get some strange guys in with their strange little game. And they scoured the streets and dragged in these guys. Right, present your game. It just, it felt like it was, it was plugging a gap. Yeah, basically. It's, you, it was yeah. like, we need, it was like, it sounded like, it came off as them being like, last year we had um, the Unravel developer that everyone loved because he practically cried on stage. Yes. And we need some really nervous European developer yeah. <laughs> to come up and look like he's about to cry on stage and really show some kind of indie game. It felt like they were kind of ticking a box. Like, this was... Yes. Um, and the game looked alright, it just didn't. Unravel uh -huh. ended up not being a particularly great game, but it ended, you know, it demoed really well. It was like a really cool thing to show. Uh, this yep. might be the opposite. It might be really good, but the kind of trailer didn't really grab me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they moved on to what I think you were talking about, Mike. Uh, what you were trying to get at before the FIFA talk, um, which was they were like, "Hey, we're making Star Wars games." Yeah, so they brought mm. poor poor Jade Raymond out again. <laughs> fucking had, had so much star power there in terms of developers they're like jade raymond you know her she brought you those fucking assassin's creed games and you know a bunch yeah. of other stuff as well but that's kind of the big thing for her um or not the big thing for her but the big thing that most people know her for yes and jade raymond came out of stage is like we're making star wars can't tell you what i'm working on yet dice are probably <laughs> doing some more battlefront or something visceral they're doing a star wars visceral thingy doing a star wars <laughs> They've got Amy Hennig, you know her, she made Uncharted. She made the first yeah, yeah. Uncharted games, you know her. Um, <laughs> also, Respawn are doing something, we can't talk about yeah, that yeah. yet. Yeah, the, the bio... first mo yeah. lightsaber fights. Yeah, it was, you know, he, here's a guy looking like he's really hard at work, and there's two wee robots next to him, and then all of a sudden one of them comes alive. Is that... Come on. I, the whole... Just the whole E3, EA's E3 thing just felt like, hey guys, we're still here, we're busy working on stuff, and we'll show you videos of things of, you know, it, they were the Jim Bowen of fucking E3. <laughs> Let's take a look at what you could have won. It was yeah. <laughs> um, very bizarre again. I thought that we got over that a couple of years ago when they did it, but they've done it again. Yeah, they've obviously um, just not got. No, which, which is fair enough, but then, you know, why why have your whole EA thing then? It's weird, yeah, because they, they also had enough... They did feel primarily about sports stuff. I feel like they had this event to show the sports stuff to the sports people and yeah. get them super excited about the sports. Yeah, I, Especially yeah. in a year where I think EA have been kind of very comfortable with their sports games for a long time because they've not had uh -huh. any competition. They still don't have any competition for Madden because mm. no one makes football games. American football yeah, games. Yeah. Last year Pro Evo did really well. Like mm -hmm. it reviewed really well, it sold really well. It's it's yeah. still doing really well because they just released a Euros kind exactly. of update to it so yeah. everyone's back on it. Like Pro Evo is doing super well which they haven't had to compete with Pro Evo since the PS2. So yeah. I, feel, I feel like this was them going, 
get all of the fucking sports fans together. Show yeah. Them FIFA. Yeah. Get them back I, we, in our, our side. Yeah. Which I didn't have a, a problem with. I thought that very well. They're, they're now showing stuff that's not for me. Yeah, and that's, that's fine. How I came out of it as well. But, and then, again, like I thought that story mode looked quite cool. Like they got me interested in FIFA, yeah. which I did not expect. Yeah. But I um, think you know if they if they just kind of not covered anything about any of the other IPs, we probably we probably would have been sitting here and saying, well, even if they just come out and said, yeah, we're still working on that stuff, don't worry about us. I don't think we probably would have been satisfied. To be fair. Yeah. Um. um but. Yeah, I, I thought that was I think I think theirs was the the washed out of the lot. Yeah, I would probably agree. Um, but I don't, I don't know Bethesda's were pretty weak, which we'll get onto. But yeah, no, I didn't I didn't catch Bethesda's one, so I'm not I, sure on that I front. I stay up for Bethesda's really. Um, but to finish off the the EA stuff first before we jump ahead ourselves, um, that Star Wars stuff they showed two seconds of, not even two seconds, like a second of what I would presume is Amy Hennig's new Star Wars game. Yes. How Uncharted-ish it looked. Oh, yeah, when it walked out and the camera yeah, opened it, up. It was and, like, yeah. just like two seconds of, you know, some dude walking out a doorway on a desert planet and kind of... It's just like that little thing where he's animating to react to the world around him, like where he's like kind of, you know, touching the doorway in his way out and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, that's yes. Uncharted. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, that's it Star did. Wars Uncharted, okay. Ex- yeah, it looked exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, which I... Whatever, I'll be on board with if it's good. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. Um, and then the last big thing they showed was Battlefield 1, the first Battlefield game. Oh, yeah. Hoorah. <laughs> um, World War One Battlefield, which they showed in the weirdest fucking way. Because they showed the first, like, three seconds of a trailer, stopped, the guy talked about it a bunch, then they showed the trailer again from the start. Yeah. I didn't quite get that. That was weird. <laughs> um, it looks good, though. It's World well, War 1 set in Battlefield. Because I don't think you stayed watching it. Because I basically tuned in when they started showing Battlefield, and I stayed on. The live stream. I, I kind of jumped in and out. I saw some of the actual gameplay. But yeah, because the trailer the, looked really good to start with. Though. Yeah, the trailer looked good, but yeah, the the gameplay looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Um, I basically saw the end of the match because the end of the match they had like the big. Um, cause, you know, it's, it's World War One. It's not trenches, but it's you know, uh, the end of World War One. So everyone's got tanks and biplanes and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, airship, well, not airship, uh, like Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yep. And the end of the match they showed was this giant Zeppelin crashing, and they were like, yeah, this Zeppelin will just crash and physics everything on the map and destroy everything. So, you know, it, if it isn't... It doesn't necessarily signify the end of the game when the Zeppelin goes down, but it's really hard to take Zeppelin down, so it's probably going to go down at the end of the game. So for the <laughs> few seconds at the end of the game, you can run around and see, oh shit, all these buildings are gone. This map's for- destroyed. Yeah, from what I was getting, the Zeppelin is kind of like a, a balancing feature. So at a certain point, if one team is so far ahead, then the Zeppelin gets given to the other team yeah, and it does like to try and balance out. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm you can hoping, also take it down. Yeah. I'm hoping there's a mode in that game that is like the Titan mode in 2142, where both players, both sides have Zeppelins and you have to fight each other or something. But who knows? Who knows? They didn't show that much. They just kind of showed the one game. Um, Zach Efron was there for some reason. Jamie Foxx was there. 
Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was there, smoking what you say was a cigar, I'd say was... Yeah, it's questionable. A questionable questionable cigarette, let's say, lie on their live stream, which is funny because they kept cutting to him. Yeah. um, Which is great. Well, Uh, his team kept winning, so... Yeah. (laughs) So they had to keep, keep cutting to him. That was also a really awkward live stream, the, the start of that. Um, they had a host that kept trying to interview everyone that went in that was vaguely <laughs> notable. And a couple of them just straight up walked off halfway through like the chat, and it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was EA. So I think we're all in agreement it was not really for us. No, not for us, no. They had some good stuff there, but then they also had very little to show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking, like, I have all this stuff on the same page, and the only list I have here that's shorter than the EA list is Nintendo's. And Nintendo went into this going, we're not going to fucking show anything, so... Exactly, yes, yeah, yeah. EA was like, we've got our own event, we've got tons to show, maybe. Yeah, not really. Um, I think, I think for Battlefield 1, I think, was was a good showing. Yes. But other than that, it was pretty flat. Battlefield 1 was a good show, and Titanfall Story Mode could be pretty good. Um, yeah, some stuff. They were definitely focusing on the sports crowd for that. No Sims, which I thought was kind of surprising. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no expansion for Sims 4. Um, I, think they announced, oh, yeah. I think they announced Sims 4, a Sims 4 expansion outside of their show. They just didn't show anything, which is weird. Um, it's like they kind of half learned. Like no one likes The Sims twenty minutes, but maybe uh, they should have filled it with something other than more FIFA. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, uh, after that, there was the Bethesda show, which I was originally going to stay up to watch, and then realised it was at three a.m. here, and I was like, "Nah, fuck, I'm going to bed." Um, but I watched it the day after, before the other stuff started. Uh, did you right. watch it at all? No, I didn't. No, I didn't either. Alright, well, I'll get to this pretty quick. They didn't show a whole lot either. Um, although most of it was a bit better than what EA showed. Uh, so they started by showing or announcing a new Quake game, which feels like a very much a reaction to, oh shit, Doom sold really well. We didn't expect that. Um, so they're bringing back Quake. It's called Quake Champions. Sounds like they're going for the Overwatch kind of thing, where there's going to be different classes that have abilities and weapons and stuff. Don't know if it's how much it's actually like Quake beyond the name, because they didn't show any of it. They showed like a CG trailer. Um, I'd be interested in Quake comeback. I like the old Quake games, but again, there's not. They didn't show anything. Um, then they promptly moved on to Elder Scrolls Legends, which is their card game based on Elder Scrolls to try and get some of that Hearthstone money. Um, it looked like garbage to me. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of those kind of games anyway. A uh, bunch of Fallout 4 DLC that all look like a bunch of mods. Fallout Shelter is getting a big update with new combat quests, and they're releasing on PC, which seems like a year too late for Fallout Shelter, but, I mean, I guess people are maybe still playing that. I haven't played it since E3 last year. Like, they announced that Fallout Shelter game on their phones, and I played it for, like, a couple of weeks, and I was done. Right, yeah. Did it actually did it actually have any effect over the the main game? I don't think so, no. Was it a companion app? No, it was just uh, a... They had a separate companion app for that stuff. 
I think it was just a second. Right. They announced Skyrim is getting a remaster on PS4 and Xbox One. They'll have mod support on consoles. They had like a kind of graphics comparison. It looks a little bit better. Um, yeah. Either of you guys big Elder Scrolls guys? Nope. Don't have time for it. Yeah, I'm not super into it. Um, they announced a new Prey game. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which is like a weird kind of reuse of that license because that license has been dead for a long time. Uh huh. Um, the trailer seemed to just be all CG. Either that or it's really, really nice graphics, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah. CG. Um, I quite liked the trailer. It was like this weird sci-fi thing. It seemed like Groundhog Day in a way of this dude repeating the same thing over and over and then wakes up in space. Uh, didn't really give much away, but... It, Seems like a cool concept. Cool. Nice trailer, if nothing else. Uh, a bunch of Doom multiplayer DLC. I didn't like the multiplayer in that game, so I kind of fell asleep for that bit. Uh, and then continued to sleep through uh, them talking about an Elder Scrolls Online expansion because that game is. Whew. Bombing? Yeah. They had a trailer for their expansion that had like a bunch of weird stats that was like. Oh, we've given out, you know, hundreds and thousands of gold worth of, you know, rewards for quests. And it's like, that's... <laughs> are you giving these weird stats because you can't say player numbers because they're not good? Yeah. Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, then they announced their VR plans where they're doing a Doom VR demo, which is just walking around the levels looking at things in VR, not a game. And then they said Fallout 4 will have some kind of VR support released at some point. Um, which sounds like more... It sounds more like it'll be actual Fallout 4 with a VR headset. Which makes yeah. sense because it's a first-person game and I'm pretty sure people already modded that in. Um, it's usually the first thing people do with first-person games at this point. Yep, pretty much. Um, but that, that could be cool. Um, Fallout probably good. Uh, apart from how broken Fallout is, like... It's something that might give you nightmares forever if you see some of the, the bugs in that game in VR. Um, and then they ended the show with a ton of Dishonored 2 gameplay, which looked really nice. Um, uh, did either of you guys play the first Dishonored? No. Uh, I played... I think I played uh, about the first two to three hours of it, and I wasn't... I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I I really like the first one. Um, the second one looks like more of the same, but with more choice, basically. Like, all the levels are a bit more open. There's, like, multiple paths to take to kind of sneak through areas and stuff like that. Which the first game had some of, but it seems like a lot more of it. Um, it looks cool. I, not a lot to say about it. It was a nice thing to show. But the Bethesda cool. conference overall wasn't super strong. I don't think. Um, they showed some decent stuff, but not a lot of it again. Uh, but then we started nope. getting on to the big guys. After that was Microsoft, which I believe yeah. I watched. Yeah. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it back. Yeah. In its entirety. Uh, you watched it as well, didn't you, Mike? I did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they started with the Xbox One S. Which had already been leaked. Yeah, well, to be fair, their entire conference leaked right before it started. Uh, like, someone straight, up, it. someone straight up, like, 
listed everything in the order it was going to be shown. <laughs> wow. It's pretty messed up. Um, but yeah, it, to be fair, you probably could have guessed most of it anyway. Like it was, <laughs> to be fair, there wasn't any big surprises. Um, but yeah, they showed the Xbox One S, which is you know slimmer Xbox One. It looks like I've wrote in my notes. Looks like a normal console now. Yeah. <laughs> no, longer, no longer looks like a, a VCR. Or, you know. Is it? Is it going to be smaller than the PS4? Uh, or it's just on par. It might be a bit smaller. If not, it's about the same size. It's, it's yeah. like that kind of that range. Is that? I think what what was quite interesting. Th- did they not price it at two nine nine dollars? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is. A pretty good price considering it's got two terabyte hard drive in it and can do well, 4K video streaming. Mark Taylor said up to two terabytes. Oh, did it? Which oh, I didn't see that. Yes. The two terabyte will be the higher version that's probably yeah. a bit more expensive. Okay, so there's probably um, still 500 gig one, which is the cheaper one or something. Yeah, probably. Although most of the Xbox ones all come with one terabyte hard drives now, so. Um, is it? Yeah, that's the standard now. So uh, probably one terabyte. Uh, terabyte. Yeah, but to begin with, it was just 500, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But because I think the one I've got is 500. Yeah, they've just been phasing those ones out over the past year or so. Yeah. Um, it looks nice, though. The new controller looks nice. Um, I've not got here what they announced the new controller does, but there's basically some little improvements. It's, it. it's, it's got some grippiness on the back of it. Mm. And, and it's white. Yeah, it is white. It looks pretty... Yeah, the whole colour scheme is like white and black and it, it looks yeah. really nice it, it did look really nice yeah. it's kind of going back to the 360 I guess but. yeah true, true it's the first time I could say that I genuinely thought the, the Xbox One had looked nice yeah um, yeah uh, um, I guess it jumps ahead in their conference time but it's kind of related but the whole new controller palette customise your own yeah I quite like one. that actually I've yeah. got my list here it's, um, yeah they announced that you can it's kind of like what Motorola does for their phones, where you can go on their website and customize a controller and then get it sent to you. So yes, you yeah. Can choose which colors you want. You can change individual colors from the buttons and things like that. Yeah. Some people yeah. doing really weird things with it, uh, and then you can get like a laser etching of like your name. Your gamer tag. Yeah, your gamer tag. Yeah. Or dick face or something. Like yeah. that. Whatever you feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looked cool. There was like, what were they claiming? Like eight billion. Like different possibilities it of makes sense. Like, color yeah, scheme. Yeah, but. like there's a lot of colors, and you can change the colors of like individual buttons and stuff like that. So yeah. it makes sense yeah. that there's a stupid amount of combinations for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was great. If I would wait, I might end up buying one of those for my PC at some point <laughs> because I want a nice controller for my PC. Um. I guess that also segues into the other kind of big thing of their conference was yeah. every, everything was everything is PC. Xbox uh, One and PC. They announced this kind of beforehand as well, but they kind of doubled down on it in this, where yeah. everything going forward from Microsoft is like they're out of the exclusives business, basically. They still call them exclusives, but there's no such thing as an Xbox One exclusive anymore. No, it's yeah. a it's a it's a Windows exclusive, Microsoft exclusive. They called it they called it a PC and Xbox One exclusive. Yeah. Every time. They but it well, it was a Windows 10. <laughs> Windows yeah, sorry, 10. Windows 10. Yeah, they're like, Windows 10. Yes. Yeah, they would have the thing at the end of the trailer that was like exclusive to Xbox One and Windows 10. And it's like that's not exclusive. That's 
Look, well, it is, because they own the both, fin- so... Oh, yeah, I guess. But it's still, like, that's literally half it's... of the platforms on the market. Yeah. That's not... but it's, it, essentially, essentially, what they're saying is, we own this. Yeah, they, should, they can't just say Microsoft exclusive because, you know, they want to have the platform names in there. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just a weird thing to hear. Uh, but it's cool, because it basically meant that I was like, man, I'm not going to buy an Xbox One, because <laughs> I'm going to build a new PC at some yeah. point anyway. Might as well buy, going into the first game, Gears of War 4 for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, also, they also said they're, um, for a bunch of, I think they said for Gears of War co-op, they have um, cross-platform play. Yep. Uh, yep. They definitely said it for a bunch of stuff, like Force Horizon 3 and stuff like that has it. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoilers, that later on this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gears of War 4 they showed a lengthy demo of uh, the co-op part, brought out one of the voice actresses um, she sat and played the co-op, which is really weird they brought out one of the voice actresses to play co-op and then never showed her screen throughout the entire thing which yeah is, was... <laughs> which is weird like, yeah, why, it... why have her there at all other than to be like, we had a woman on stage yeah, it was quite weird um Checking one off the list. It definitely felt like the kind of checking the box thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how good did Gears of War look, though? It looked like a tech demo, though. Yeah. It very much was like, look, we've got all these cool storm effects. Looks like a tech demo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very scripted. It was showing off yeah. the different things. But despite that i thought it looked quite good and i wouldn't mind getting back into that world again yeah for me it was um after they showed the demo they announced uh they're doing a brand new version of horde mode for it i was like yeah man yeah right i'll do that I'll... especially because it's cross-platform so i know that i'll be able to play horde modes like whether you play on you've got a game pc as well actually anyway but whether you play on pc or uh yeah xbox mic and Paul will probably play on PC and we can get a good horde mode going at some point. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good. Um, and then the, the end of the trailer had Marcus Phoenix looking real old, which I thought was a nice little touch. Um, yeah. 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 Um, then they went into more Gears of War news uh, by showing Killer Instinct. Yes, uh, yeah. Announcing General Ram, which is a bizarre thing to add to that game. Well, I thought it kind of, it sort of, fit, it sort of fitted. How many people know who General Ram is? Anybody who played the first Gears. Yeah, but he wasn't even that big a part of the first Gears. He was annoying. He's remembered because he was a really bad boss at the end of the first Gears. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, You're not going to forget that. Exactly. He's remembered because he was really hard and annoying and not very fun. Uh, yeah. Not because because he was very barely in the story. Like he showed up a couple of times and then showed up at the end on the train and that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of people. Well, I guess they did just re-release Gears One last year, so I guess more people will know. But it's just mm-hmm. weird. Uh, like of all the thi- all the people they could have chosen from that series, they chose General Ram. Uh, but yeah. to be fair, it looks quite fun to play as they showed some gameplay of that. Um, Karen's thinking cool. fun game. Um, Killer Instinct, I tried the new version of it and I just couldn't really get into it. It's, it is one of those you're going to have to learn the moves. Um, well, I don't have to and think it, you could button mash it pretty well, but... See, I didn't, I th- it felt to me like it was, it was not a casual game. It was definitely for, for the hardcore. Yeah. Which is fine, which, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I don't I, think... Yeah. 
I, I don't think the hardcore have actually accepted it that much. Although saying that, the wee man this came out. This is their third season that they're going into now. So yeah, they would, they've definitely been. Yeah, they they gave uh, he gave uh, was it millions of people still playing the game every day or something. They gave some statistics, so it, it is obviously doing as well. Um, but you never hear. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I. You don't hear much of the, you know, the fighting game community at the big yeah, tournament, true. things like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, it's always Street Fighter joining everything, though. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, I get what you mean. Um, yeah. After that, they showed a trailer of Australia. Oh man. Oh yes. Force Horizon Three Australia Edition. It oh. Pretty. They showed a bunch of game, or what seemed to be gameplay. Gameplay. Yeah. In fact, yeah, no, they showed straight up gameplay after the trailer as well, didn't they? Um, they, they did, yeah, because what they did was they had four different players, was it? Was yeah, it four? they did. I forgot about that because they had the trailer to start with. Yeah, and they showed the the whole new multiplayer. Yeah. Well, not... Like a, a helicopter would come in and drop your car. Yeah. Like, fucking join this race, go. It's <laughs> pretty good. Oh, um, but, and again, that's that... all cross-platform. Yeah. So I'll be playing that on PC you know, next I'll... year when I get a new PC. Yeah, I'll be playing that on my Xbox. Um, yep. I'll join you. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. That's Um, a a day one purchase for me. Looked absolutely stunning. But Meg. Yep. When you saw the bit of the trailer that had Uh those dune buggies across the beach. Oh. How much did you want a new motorcycle? Yeah, I wanted that as well. (laughs) (laughs) The first day I looked at it, I was like, man, did they get? How did they get motorcycle? Oh no, fuck it, it's Fort Um. And Paul, Paul's but, not on this podcast, but I know he really loved the rally stuff in Forza Horizon 1. So yes. So he'll be super excited about this, because they showed a lot of, like, off-road kind of rally-style stuff. Yeah, did, yeah. They not, did they not add a lot of off-road stuff to 2 with a with an expansion pack as well? I think 2 already was they, off-road. Um, they added they, no, but, like, I mean, like, proper... Like, no, they did. They, they, yeah, you went off... Uh, you went. What happens is you get to uh, one of the docks, I think, in... France, I think it is, and you 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 go off to an island. Oh, actually, yeah, I remember you talking about this on the podcast. Before. Yeah. Oh, st- um, Ben, if you don't have it, um, I would scour the the marketplace for it to see yeah. if it goes on sale. Whenever it does, buy it. Absolutely amazing. Forza Horizon Two is still one of my favourite racing games. Yeah. Um, I was impressed by the graphical bump from three, uh, from two to three. Mm. Like yes. Yeah. So, like two looked really nice. Yeah. Like it was a really pretty game. Three looks fucking stunning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, that's the other thing where now that all these games are coming to both Xbox One and PC, which version were they showing? Well, that's the exactly. that's the other thing as well. I'd be willing to bet that was running on a high end PC and not an Xbox One. Um, but you never know. They still it looks really nice. Um, and then after Force Horizon Three. They showed Recore, or they showed a trailer for Recore, uh, which was announced last year. That yeah. Was the, um, it's the one with the, the the lady and the the mech, and she can like pull the orb out of the uh-huh. the mech and put it in different mechs. Put it in the robot dog, put it in the bigger robot. It looks yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like I like the look of it. It looked a lot from more last like, year. It looked a lot more like a fast-paced kind of shootery thing than I was expecting. Because that initial trailer made me think it was going to be some kind of like puzzle platformer or something. Uh huh. Um, and then 
this year's trailer was just like entirely shooting, which I, yeah, I didn't expect. Yeah. Um, but still, it looks good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, they showed a demo of Final Fantasy Fifteen where they were fighting this giant Titan boss. Yeah, uh, just give me the game already. Yeah, the game looks really good. I thought that was a really bad demo, though. It was a really bad demo. I thought, but, um, I, I thought it was, was a another bad video. Demo. It was another video went up. Uh, Tom Tom shared it the other day. Um, of, know. like, an even bigger, more giant boss. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. That's not even the boss. That's the summon of that same boss. All right, so yeah. So after you fight that boss at some point, in kind of true Final Fantasy style, you can summon him. Yeah. Massive thing just destroys everything. Um, which mm-hmm. looks cool. They should have shown that. Uh, the yeah, they should have shown that. Yeah, they definitely should have shown that. The demo was just like him hitting this arm for 20 minutes. Yeah, it was shit. It was like yeah. really cool because it's this big, you know, giant boss fight thing. But it was just like him hitting this arm over and over. Um, yeah. Disappointing. But it, that game looks great. I'm still super excited for it. Cool. Then they showed a Battlefield 1 trailer that was the exact same trailer as they showed at the EA conference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, which means that we'd seen the start of that trailer three times now. <laughs> at this point, um, I, at least it didn't interrupt it halfway to talk about it. That's true. That's true, and it didn't crash like last year when they tried to show Battlefield. Yes. Um, then I've got a bunch of again. I mostly stuck to games, but they announced a bunch of Xbox Live updates. Yeah, I before that they did they they did more Minecraft stuff again. Oh, was that before it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just before it, yeah. Okay, yeah, so they, they showed more Minecraft. Um, they're doing cross-platform cross-platform multiplayer across uh, Windows, Xbox One, uh, iPad, Surface. Android, Surface, like yeah. all of everything. Everything. PlayStation everything. or Wii. Yeah. Um, and they also announced their, uh, I forget what they called it, but it was basically dedicated server rental. Because at the moment it's all peer-to-peer, so if you're playing multiplayer Minecraft, uh, it, it's just a local server, and so when you're not playing, it's not there anymore. Um, but you can pay to have it persistently there, so your friends can play in your world when you're not online. Uh-huh. Fair enough, I guess. That's how the PC game already works. Um, then they announced a bunch of Xbox Live updates. Xbox Live's gonna have more servers and be faster and stuff. It was like the most generic update to start with. They're just like, we're investing in more Xbox Live. Yeah. Be more of it. Um, then they announced they're going to have clubs, which is basically like groups in PSN, where you can kind of, you know, make groups of people and post things, presumably. Uh, they didn't show yeah. anything from it. They just said it was going to be there. Uh, looking for group, you know, um, which will be a easy way to play uh, to find people to play online. Sounds like a kind of expanded version of the, the beacon system they have just now. Yeah. Um, again, they didn't show that. Um, so, who knows what it's actually going to be, but it's, it's promising at least. Um, and then Arena, which actually this thing, again, they didn't show any of this stuff. They just kind of announced it and talked about it briefly. Uh, but the Arena is actually the bit that sounds the most interesting to me because it says they said it was a way to make your own tour or to make tournaments. And yep. games like FIFA and Madden... Well, they said EA Sports games will support it in the coming years, which is a bizarre thing to say. Um, it just means it's not ready yet. Yeah, it's like... But they announced that some stuff will be like supporting it soon, like at launch, it'll be coming out at some point soon, but then EA will do it, I don't know, a few years from now. By 2020, probably. Mm-hmm. 
But it's not. I'm not so sure if you can make your own tournaments or if it's just like the publishers can host tournaments. Kinda like no, I think they can host events on TSM. I think it was um, you could do your own. Yeah, I hope it is because that sounds quite good. That'd be yeah. quite a cool little thing, so people don't have to use like third-party solutions to track tournaments for like fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it'll depend. Like it just depends how well integrated it is and you know what whether it is just kind of like tree style knockout stuff which would suit fighting games but like um i i've got i've got a group that we play whenever a new golf game comes out from ea sports we have it we have a tournament we go through several weeks every thursday night we play around the golf so but like we've just got a website that keeps the score from everybody who plays and, but it'd be quite cool if, you know, it kind of supports that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, that would be good. Um, but yeah, they, again, they didn't show any of it, so... Yeah. Um, also, I didn't mention during the Minecraft thing, um, they showed, like, some Minecraft stuff to go, like, oh, cross-platform play! And part of it, they had fucking John Carmack come out with a VR headset on. <laughs> John Carmack, fucking maker of Doom, coming out yeah. and playing Minecraft. It's the weirdest thing. It was it was a bit odd. Yeah, it was a bit strange. I mean, and it didn't like, it didn't like it didn't look as guy. if it was working either, really. No, not really. <laughs> and to be fair, he's like the lead tech guy for uh, Oculus now, but still, like, yeah. John Carmack to me is always the guy that made Doom and Quake and Rage. Mm-hmm. Like he made super fast, super brutal first-person shooters, and then he's playing Minecraft on stage, like this kind of the most <laughs> friendly thing in the world. It's like bizarre. Um. They showed a very brief trailer of a game called Inside. It's kind of black yes. and white thing. It's by the guys that made Limbo. Um, it was a cool trailer, but they, they showed like nothing. Yeah, it didn't really give much away. Yeah, um, it's yeah. the guys that made Limbo, so it's probably gonna be great. Yeah. Um, um, then they showed the controller stuff. But we've already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they did the. Uh, also, you know, when they showed Inside, didn't they then show the the trailer with all the the different indie yeah, games? Yeah, that might be right. I might just have my stuff in the wrong order here. Um, yeah, the, they showed the the demo reel of indie games. Um, yeah, um, I didn't write down all the games. There was one yeah, that yeah. caught my attention. Was it Cuphead? Was it Cuphead? No, no, Cuphead. Cuphead looks really, really good, <laughs> and I'm waiting for it. But it was Everspace. What's that one? Everspace is a space shooter. It looks like I've been... How long have I been saying I need a space shooter, I need a new Wing Commander, I need a new Colony Wars, I need a new Project Sylphide, I need something like that. There's a lot of them coming out, to be fair, but yeah, uh, that is a very pretty one, if nothing else. Jesus Christ. Yeah, looks absolutely stunning. Oh, so I'm really looking forward, that's why. Um, Yeah, it's gorgeous. I I don't remember seeing that, but... I think I was just kind of maybe yeah. paying attention to the new thing. Yeah, um, then... Sorry? Oh, no, no, on you go. Um, no, no, if there was something you wanted to bring up. No, no the, it was just, uh, it was after that, yeah, it was the, they did the Wii controller thing again. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah, they did the end of yeah. stuff and then the controller. Um, then they announced Ark will be coming to console, which, Ben, I know you like Ark. Yep. Um, I'm already playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got console. <laughs> No, I've already got it on console. 
Oh really? So it's already there. Yeah, yeah, it's been on the preview program for ages. That's weird. I don't know why they had it there then. I didn't. I didn't even see that. Did they? Oh, oh, that's. Were they talking about that? I know. Yeah, they brought Ark out very briefly. It was to talk about their um, their cross-platform stuff again. Yeah, yeah. If you buy Ark on Xbox One, you get a free copy of it on PC as well. That's what it was. Okay, but I also already have it on Steam, so. (laughs) (laughs) You have it on the Windows Store as well, so you can be one of the four people that uses the Windows Store. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, then they show the trailer for what was probably my favorite thing of this entire conference. Oh. Which was We Happy Few. Oh, Oh, yes. Amazing that that was. so good. It looked like a fucking bizarre trippy doctor who episode it was yeah that it, looked... it reminded me of like original bioshock yes yeah well. definitely. Um, i think some of the people that are working on it are ex-bioshock people um, i would yeah imagine it, so it was, it was a kickstarter from last year which i almost backed but like i wasn't super sold on it from the kickstarter oh i, I didn't really even know it was... it now, cause it I, really good. I didn't know it was a kickstarter otherwise yeah, i would have backed but, it um it's a roguelike which you can't really get from that trailer um, it's like a kind of roguelike stealth thing where you're being chased by these people. Uh, basically, you're uh, you're in a world, a dystopian future, where everyone's taking happy pills at all times, and your character stops taking his happy pills. It starts seeing yep. the world for it, what it actually is, and or sorry, stops taking his joy is what they call it. Yeah, yes. Um, and the the main game is like you're being chased by. You know, these people that are on the joy and I think you can actually choose to take joy at times to kind of blend in and stuff is I've I, I've not been following that game as much as I probably should have because that trailer looks amazing that looked amazing that was a uh, I wrote down a whole load of games and that if I would would have put them in kind of notes next to them and that was one of my games of Microsoft show yeah yeah same definitely I think it might be my favorite um although I really like Forza. I like, I like it. They, they had the good showing. They did, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, We Happy Few looks fantastic. Uh, yeah, looks absolutely uh, amazing. They also announced it's coming to Xbox One first, so it'll be yes. timed exclusive for them, and then it'll come to PS4. And I assume it'll be on PC at the same time as the Xbox One version as well. They didn't specifically say mm. it for that one, I don't think. But, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, then they brought out CD Projekt Red, and they were like, guys, we know you fucking love The Witcher. <gasps> we made The Witcher. You guys want to see more Witcher? You guys like the card game of The Witcher, right? We're making the card game of The Witcher into its own thing. Gwent. This this was my favorite bit of the show. <laughs> I, never, I never really got into Gwent and The Witcher. Oh, I, did, did you not? No, I couldn't get into it. Um, oh, I know wow. tons of people fucking loved it, but um, yeah, um, they're making the... They're spinning Gwent off into its own thing. It's coming to... Everything. I'll be buying that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's just going to be web based. Well, it's going to be on consoles as well. From looks of it. Is it? Um, yeah. did, they, did they say that? Because yeah. I appreciate that. I could be wrong. Maybe it is just web based. I think from like they were like, yeah, go to the website and sign up for the beta, beta, which I immediately did. Um, and it looked like it was just going to be kind of a web based thing. Maybe it is actually. No, they've got a. The screenshots of it with uh, Xbox prompts on it, so I think it's on the console as well. Alright. Or, or it'll support controllers to the web, which is a thing, but I don't know. Um, that didn't seem super interesting to me just because I wasn't super grabbed on Gwent, but I understand that it's super big for a lot of people. Um, 
the thing that came out about that afterwards is that it's going to have they announced it's going to have like a kind of story mode and stuff like that in it um, but afterwards they announced that the story mode's being written by the same dude that wrote the Bloody Baron quest line from The Witcher 3 kind of like which is of course your favourite it's most people's favourite it's like widely considered like the best one in that so yeah it's interesting I'll probably check it out just for that um, then Tekken 7 they showed uh, Akuma from Street Fighter yeah fighting uh, Hihachi um, yes I've not been a big Tekken guy since like 3 but I'm gonna buy that day one because Jesus Christ that looks so good yeah that did look really good I was uh, yeah I'd be getting that yeah definitely uh, this this was the point of the conferences I started kicking myself um, because because they announced the new Tekken Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is now free oh, yeah. on Xbox Live Gold for the next few days or something like that yeah. and, and EA also announced a bunch of stuff and they're like oh yeah we've opened up the vault to all gold members for the next 10 days so you can just go on and download and play anything that's in there and there's a whole bunch of other things that kind of for Xbox Live Gold members, yeah, this is free. free as well. Limbo free. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And guess whose Xbox Live subscription ran out at the start of the month? <laughs> Resubscribe. I try. I tried to use a two-day pass to see if it would trick it into it, but no, no that didn't work. So yeah. Um, well, hopefully, like I said, payday's payday's tomorrow, so yeah, maybe get. Still up. I, I'd imagine it'd still be up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after taking the show, Dead Rising Four which was kind of one of the more surprising announcements. Like, it leaked beforehand, but, like, of the announcements they had, it was... Uh, ah, Dead Rising. I don't like that series as much as I probably should. Um, yeah. I, I was kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I seen it, and I thought, yeah, fair enough. They're using this Frank West again. Uh, the trailer was quite funny. Some good little jokes in it. Seems to be set around Christmas, judging from the music and the style. Um, I think that the, they imply that it's the same location as the very first game. But you'll have like, the whole town and stuff, not just the shopping mall now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. New Dead, New Dead Rising. That's a thing. Uh, then they brought out Platinum Games and showed a boss fight from Scalebound. Um, yeah. What did you think of that, Mike? Um, I don't know with Scalebound anymore. I thought it looked really rough. Like it didn't. Yeah. I like Platinum games. Um, and I like Camia, the the like guy. Camia is like the lead guy that's kind of you know heading up the development of this, and he's made some like fantastic things in the past. Uh huh. And Scalebound just. I bet Scalebound looks really good in the regular levels when you're fighting revel- regular enemies, and that boss fight makes way more sense when you actually know how to play the game. Yes, as yeah. Demo, I... It's like it's like the Final Fantasy XV thing. As a demo, it just looks like a boring, grindy boss fight. Yeah, you'd need to, you know, give us some sort of context. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I Scalebound, I'm, I'm kind of. The more I'm seeing of it, I'm kind of thinking, ah, 
I'll wait and see. And yeah. Um, hopefully it's good. Uh, I think they also said that'll be coming to Xbox One and PC, like everything else. Uh, Dead Rising was like that. Uh, then they showed right. Sea of Thieves. They showed a bunch of gameplay of Sea of Thieves. Uh, that's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty good as well. It yeah. looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. Um, I hope there's more to that game. They were talking about it afterwards, but they're saying there's more to that game than what they showed. Because what they showed was basically like a death match between two ships, um, yeah. which had a bunch of different players running around controlling different parts of, the, parts of the ship, which looked cool and looked fun. But there's also like already a handful of games that do that. You know, like, yeah. um, the big one at the moment is Guns of Icarus. Like, Guns of Icarus does that. That is its main mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, which, Guns of Icarus is really fun. So, like, Sea of Thieves looks like a really good version of that. But, presuming the stuff they talk about, it, the idea, like, you can have your group of friends in your ship and you don't necessarily have to go around murdering other people. You can go and do quests. And the, the things that people were saying about that game outside of it was that it's kind of like Destiny, but you're pirates, which sounds kind of good to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they didn't show that, they just showed this weird deathmatch thing with people screaming over it, which was kind of annoying. Um, but the, the gameplay looks really good. And they, they yes! Really, I really like yeah. that. And they had like sea shanties and stuff over it, which is great. Yeah, it looked really good. Um... Yeah, because it, it was the whole... Uh, what was the premise? This is just footage of we let all these people play a game and this is what happened. We, yeah, we didn't like, give them like, any rules. Or... Yeah, we just let people yeah. record them. Um, but they were all... They're all goddamn millennials screaming around. You know, fucking YouTube generation flabby. Yes, I'm still still looking forward to, to, to that one as well. Yeah. After that, they announced State of Decay 2, sequel to State of yeah. Decay, the zombie survival game where you built up your own yes. kind of um, uh, settlement of survivors and kind of scavenge for goods and stuff like that. I yeah, never played pa- State of Decay. I've I've got the the day one edition on Steam. I actually have day yeah. one edition and the oh sorry year one, and I've got the original as well. It's a good game. Yeah, I remember Paul loved that one. Oh, that Paul one. absolutely Paul loved it, yeah. Fucking ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I played a little bit of it at Paul's at one point, but it's one of those games you need to sit down and, you know, put a bunch of time into it and build up your settlement and stuff. You can't just jump in and play for five minutes because the kind of second-to-second gameplay wasn't that good. Like, the combat wasn't that good. The running around wasn't that good. It was the it was the thing that was the kind of the overall we... experience that was good. Yes. Um, but again, I never really had that. So. It seems cool. I will probably pick up a sequel to it because everyone loved the first one so much. Cool. Uh, then they showed Halo Wars 2. And it was yep. coming out in February. Yes. Um, it looks good. It looks like a Halo Wars sequel. Um, I Yeah, I never played the the first Halo Wars. I think I was a, a wee bit fed up with Halo at that point. Yeah. But, Halo Wars yeah, is one of those I... ones that I played again. I had a 360, so I played a bunch of it at, you know, Paul's 360. Yes, um, yeah. It was very dumb, very fun. Cool. Very simple kind of RTS. Um, I'm surprised that's kind of sequel at all, to be fair, but it's, yeah, it was good. Uh, and then they ended the conference with their big kind of showstopper announcement that they're releasing a new console. Oh, Project Scorpio. Project Scorpio. Yeah. Um, 
which seems like a weird rushed thing because it leaked. Um, and they were like, we're releasing a new more powerful console. Like they pretty much, they didn't exactly come out and say it, but they essentially stood on stage and said, we're really fucking pissed off that Sony's had the stronger console all this time. We make the stronger console, goddammit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then we're like, by the way, this could be a super fucking powerful console. Record uh, <laughs> total leaks, stuff like that, is probably going to be more powerful than the new PlayStation that has been rumored for a while. The Neo. Um, yeah. But then, I don't know. They didn't but show anything it was, from it. They didn't show anything. No. The, we- the weird thing that they, they did as well is they kept trying to say to you, Oh, it's all right because the three six the the Xbox One's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's part yeah. of the Xbox family, and don't worry. And it's like that. It was. It felt very forced, and it it felt like they were bringing it out because they thought, you know, they had to they had to announce this new console, but nobody else has announced when the console and and everything that's happening with it. With the exception of Nintendo and their NX, yeah, but yeah, like, Nintendo announced their console supposed to come out in March, but we don't know anything about it. No, um, so this, and but they, it felt they were unsure as well because the whole thing of oh, don't worry if you've got an Xbox One, you don't need to, you don't need to get the new one straight away, and it's because they're trying to, they're, they're trying, trying to sit in the fence. They also kept saying, like, this isn't the, this isn't a next generation console. They're trying to get away from the, the traditional video game console generations. What they want to move on to is something like the iPhone or the iPad, where mm. they release a new console every year is a bit more powerful than the one the year before. You don't need to have the newest one because the old one works. Yeah. But in general, that'll probably be okay. This first one sounds like it's going to be a massive fucking leap, though. Like, yeah. They later went on... like They kept going, all your Xbox One stuff will go forward to this new console. Like, all the games yeah. will work on it, all the controllers will work on it, your Kinect will even fucking plug into it for some reason. Like, all that stuff will be there. What they didn't say is that everything will work the other way around. Which is something that very directly leaked out of the PlayStation Neo stuff. Like... We didn't really talk about it much in the podcast before because we don't usually talk about rumours and the leak yeah. was uh, kind of like between podcasts at one point. But PlayStation Neo kind of leaked out, like all of their development documents leaked out from a games developer and they specifically say you can make Neo versions of your games, they can have frame rate improvements, they have graphical improvements, they have to still run well on the PS4. Yeah. You can't just release a shitty version on PS4 and then put it on the Neo as well. Yeah. Microsoft One didn't say that. Microsoft came out and were like, "Stuff will go on Scorpio. Everything will go forward. If you're on Xbox One, you want a new game that's only on Scorpio. Eh, well, that's a shame. Eh? Um, yeah, exactly. Going forward, it'll be fine. I think this first one, they're gonna have a big kind of, they're gonna have a big hurdle to get over. But I think going forward, if it works at all, this kind of, you know, iPad style." every year there's a slight improvement will work because it'll be less of a jump the games will still work on the previous one mm-hmm. this one's too big a jump for that to work um, but they also just want to be the most powerful thing on the market and again, yeah. we don't know enough to know um, yeah 
it may I'm, be completely fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not 100% sold on it. Yeah, I'm not sold on it at all. The one. The one thing that came that I was picking up on was that he kept pressing the point that it was going to support obviously 4K gaming, but uh, f- uh, high fidelity VR. But they didn't. They didn't specifically say what headset. Yeah, they didn't say the. Like Microsoft haven't announced the headset at this point. No, but yeah. with Oculus, Oculus but Rifts come bundled with Xbox yeah. One controllers. Yeah. Like they, so that you would assume it's Oculus that will be. You would. You would just, uh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's no reason why it couldn't also be Vive. I mean, it's it's all going to be Windows yeah. architecture, so. And you would assume by the time. By the time this Scorpio project, this Project Scorpio console thing comes out, uh, you would assume that the second generation of the Oculus Vive will be heading to market. Or yeah. So yeah, that is definitely something that we'll probably hear more about next year. For now, it just seemed like they had to address it because it leaked, and it's a real bad look to, if everyone knows you have a new console coming next year and you just brought out a slim version of your current console. Yeah, yeah, I and suppose. And this weird video, there was a bunch of, like, games developers talking about, oh, it's got so much power, we always wanted all this power. I was like, yeah, so how much did Microsoft <laughs> you to come and sit and say their console's really powerful? Mm. What about yeah. this fucking Todd Howard from Bethesda? Like, he may as well have went up there and went, Fallout's still going to run like garbage on this, but we've got more power <laughs> to run like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bizarre thing. It was a weird way to enter co- uh, their conference. I think they probably should have brought out a big game or something at the end instead. But I can yeah. see why they yeah. did that. Um, but that was the Microsoft conference. Cool. Um, anything that stuck up stuck out to you guys? I think we all like We Happy Few and Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we Happy Few, Gwen, and uh, Forza Horizon Three. Yes. Uh, yeah. And overall feeling of the conference, I thought it was pretty good. It was one of the stronger showings. I thought it was pretty good. Um, a bit too much talky-talky. Yes. Yeah, I agree. There's a bit too much talky-talky. Um, we'll, we'll get onto it, but especially after the Sony thing. Mm. Like, the way Sony handles stuff is bizarre. But we'll get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, and also like a couple of those tra- a couple of those gameplay demos. Well, like, that's the thing. They showed a lot of gameplay, which is always good. Um, but a couple of those gameplay demos, like the Final Fantasy 15 one and the the scalebound one were disappointing, but I bet those games will still be pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, after that, it was uh, Ubisoft. Yeah. Which we'll rush through pretty quickly. Um, they started with Just Dance, which I know we're all super excited for. Oh, how fucking bizarre was that again? That was really good. I really liked that. <laughs> it was, really funny. It was so, such a fucking change of pace for, or like a, a change of tone for them to go from Just Dance to talking about the Orlando massacre yeah. and be like yeah our hearts go out to the people of Orlando well this guy in a fucking giraffe costume is like you know got his arm around Aisha Tyler it's like what the fuck is going on here um very strange very strange um also I found it really funny they announced Just Dance is coming to like all consoles and the NX Mm-hmm. Did they say that? Yes. Yes. They said yeah. Nintendo NX, meaning it's the one of two games announced for Nintendo NX. <laughs> it's Just Dance and Zelda. <laughs> it's the console of dreams is what I'm saying. Um, after that, they went on to Ghost Recon Wildlands. They showed like uh, a really looks long. Awesome. Yes, I really like the look at that. A really long co-op gameplay demo of that, 
That looked really, really good. It looks fucking great. It's like a big third-person shooter. It's got some of the Ghost Recon strategy stuff. It's obviously being made a bit lighter. Um, yeah. But it's still Ghost Recon enough. And then it's like these big, wide-open areas that you can drive around in. And, uh, yeah, I, it just it looks fucking great. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to play it co-op, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a sort of lengthy gameplay demo for that as well. All of this stuff at Ubisoft actually had pretty, well, not all, but most of it had like pretty long gameplay demos. Yes, yeah. Um, some may argue too long, but I, I actually thought I quite liked it. They had a good showing overall, I think. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And also, just in terms of the hosting, like Ubisoft has always, you know, been a bit of a laughing stock in the past because they've had really stilted, like they've hired good comedians like um, Joel McHale, and the last five years it's been Aisha Tyler. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, to host, but the scripting has been really. It feels like the script in previous years has been written by someone in French and translated for her, and it's not been great. Yeah, um, some um, see some of the jokes uh, that she always comes out with are a bit, you know, if I think, I I've never thought like, somebody's written it for her. It's kind of her stuff, and it's just it's not come out. I've always felt. I haven't seen Aisha Taylor in a lot of stuff other than that. I've always felt like they were jokes that were written to sound like they were from her, but they were not. Uh, they were this year, I think she wrote her own stuff. Because yeah. It was really good. Most of those jokes landed perfectly. They were really good. Like I thought it was a really good hosting this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it still had a couple of awkward moments and stuff like that. Um, but overall, like I felt like she was fucking great. Like, I thought it was yeah. really good. I, I thought she did a really good job this year as well, um, and it was it was far better than last year with the, you know, the, the whole thing about touching each other's butts with Trey, uh, with Parker and Stone. Yeah, and the weird um, like cosplayer in the audience thing that was so awkward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was none of that this time. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, I'll just, you say that Parker Stone. Um, South Park was after that, which they had a fantastic. <laughs> reveal trailer for that oh that was awesome because that i don't know if the game runs on it or if there's just the trailer they made but it runs on the division engine and so the trailer was like this i thought it was a trailer for Watch Dogs 2 so did i so did i yeah yeah i thought Watch Dogs 2 we knew Watch Dogs 2 was going to be there new division was going to be there and they had this big kind of trailer of like them going through all these like weird digital effects and all these cool like graphs and shit like that. And it's like, oh man, what is this? It's talking about crime. It's talking about need to be heroes, save all this stuff. And then just Cartman shows up and it's like, oh, okay. It's fucking South Park. Okay. Um, they brought out, yeah, South Park guys to talk about South Park for a while. Yes. So gameplay demo of it showed how you create your character and stuff in it. Because um, it's the sequel to South Park Stick of Truth. Yep. Uh, they the fra- called the South Park the Fractured Butthole. Yes. Uh, which is, <laughs> yeah. uh, and the South Park Stick of Truth was like their kind of fantasy parody. This is their superhero parody. Yes. The whole setup of it being all the kids are playing superhero. Cartman has written up his uh, Marvel style, you know, cinema Fra- universe. Yeah. Plan. His um, franchise plan. Yeah, his franchise plan that has, like, you know, the three phases. This is where all the superhero movies end. You know, this guy gets a Netflix series, etc., etc. People are less happy about it. Um, and it breaks them apart, and they have their civil war. Which they had a good joke where 
they are breaking apart and they split apart and all the people leave and one guy just turns around and goes, I thought Civil War was meant to be Phase 3. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> um, overall, uh, really funny. I, I was Re- really funny, yeah. I, I love the... They also showed us uh, a little bit of the, the different characters that you, cre- you could have. You know, so they showed you a little bit of the character creation and then once you've made your choice... Then the game kicks in and it's uh, Cartman and he's, um, you know, the new kid. Yeah, the new kid is you and you've now got your backstory and he's telling the backstory. And it was absolutely, it was hilarious. I just, I had to pause it because I was laughing that much. And um, so they've got the humor of it and I think it's going to do very well. Yeah. I I like it. Um, I hope that game is good. I've still not played Secret Truth, but... They said if you... Well, I didn't play much of Secret Truth, I played a bit of it. Um, yeah, same here, yeah. But I never owned it. Again, there was a long time when I didn't have money for games, and so I went over to Paul's and played whatever he'd rented. So, <laughs> that was one of those games. And that game, uh, if you pre-order Fractured Butthole, you get a free copy of Secret Truth. Yeah, you can actually play... If you pre-order it, you can play it now, but... From what they said, it's if you buy it, you get a free copy. Yeah, I think it, I think you have to buy a digital version so they actually take your money. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, you need to buy, and you probably you need to like buy it. Order from Amazon and cancel. Um, no, no. But also, they're releasing a PS4 and Xbox One versions of Stick of Truth, which you'll yes. get those. I don't think they're quite out yet, but they're they're meant to be soon. So you yeah. Can do that. So yeah, as soon as soon as that comes, I'll yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, same. That's I'll definitely play that. Cool. Uh, they showed DLC for the division. Uh, adds randomly generated kind of dungeons that you can kind of grind through in the underground. Um, yeah. Sounds alright. Uh, I haven't played much of Division in a long time. Yeah. Um, they showed Eagle Flight VR. It's like a multiplayer capture the flag game where your eagles flying around and then you shoot other eagles and you <laughs> try yeah. to like the thing and it it looks kind of cool and it also yeah. Cool. Looks like a VR tech demo, which, to be fair, most VR games still look like. But it felt yeah, like they were told make something in VR, and they're like, "Fuck it, we have this map of Paris we made for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Let's make it look cartoony and then put an eagle in it, and so you can yeah. fly around." Um, but I uh, looked alright. I guess I wasn't blown away. I was more blown away by their second VR announcement. Yes, yes. Um, I Star Trek. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I watched was... this. I, I watched the the conference this morning, and I I watched it with my fiance, who is a. You both know she's quite a big Trekkie, yeah. and yeah. she was like, "Yeah, can we get this one?" <laughs> yeah. Um. It looks it looks really good, and it's it. You know, we play a lot of board games now, uh, all three of us, and this is. This is the next evolution to it, isn't it? It yeah, feels like is, it. So, I guess to explain for people who haven't seen it. Um, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. a VR game that's uh, multiplayer, so you have like four or five people with VR headsets on, all sitting in the same room, presumably, but I presume we'll also have multiplayer online of some kind. Um, yeah. But everyone's sitting at like a seat on the Enterprise, and you're controlling whatever that seat is, and you're shouting at each other to kind of, you know, cooperate and, you know, survive certain scenarios and win certain scenarios. Uh, it's There was an iPhone game that did this a while ago called Space Team. There was also 
Artemis. Yes, there was also Artemis. Artemis, kind yeah. Of, um, live action kind of version of this, which was a bit more complicated than this. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, same idea. Uh, so it's been done a couple of times before, so it's like a proven concept, but Ubisoft got the Star Trek license. They got LeVar Burton to come on stage and talk about how good it was, which is pretty good, because yeah. I could listen to LeVar Burton talk as much as he fucking wants. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> I'm interested in that. I don't know if I'm going to buy a VR headset for it, but, you know. Yeah, I'm the same, yeah. Um, but it, it did look really good. Yeah, um, graphics are not the hottest, but I think it's come to PlayStation VR, so probably not going to see a lot of PlayStation VR games that look super pretty because it's on a PS4. Yeah. Um, then they showed For Honor. They showed a lengthy trailer for For Honor and then showed a bunch of gameplay for it. Yes. Um, kind of... I love the premise of For Honor. Where it's like, I don't know, fucking the world got destroyed and um, then there's a bunch of Vikings fighting these samurai and these knights. <laughs> and I think it's fourth faction? Samurai, knights, Vikings, or it's just three? No, it's just three. Three. Um, but it's like, you know, it's the samurai fighting these Vikings, fighting these knights, and it's like, okay, I'm in. Yep. Um, the gameplay was kind of cool, it was like a hack and slashy, almost Dynasty Warriors style thing, until you fight the bigger guys, then it becomes this kind of, uh, almost like a bluffing game from the sounds of it, where you've got to kind of basically bluff where your sword is, and kind of block and get around their block and stuff like that. Um, it looks quite cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's primarily a multiplayer game, from what I understand, but they were showing the single player this year. Um, although, the weird thing for me was, I don't know if you guys remember Rise, Son of Rome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Xbox One. Yeah. Remember the first level of that, when all the Roman ships land, and then there's like all the artillery going off and exploding, and they're running up. The yeah, ship. and you're running up the walls, and the yeah. And it's almost exactly the same as this For Honor trailer, only it had Vikings. <laughs> like I thought the game looked really good. Like the gameplay's nothing alike, but it's just something about the level design and everything. I was like, did they just take that level from Rise? It looks like <laughs> <laughs> only samurai on one side and Vikings. It looks really fun though. Um, and they, they, they brought out the lead developer who seems like one of the fucking coolest guys ever. He's like, he looks like a fucking Viking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, got like, yeah. he's got that fucking cane he takes with him everywhere. I don't know if he needs it, but he, he's, he looks cool. I don't know. <laughs> he was on stage last year as well. I like him. He's just cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's dead. Uh, that game looks really fun. Cool. Uh, then they showed a sequel to Grow Home called Grow Up. Uh, Grow Home being the 3D platformer they released last year. Um, you're the adorable little robot. Uh, it looks quite cool. I'm not, mm-hmm. like more Grow Home. Like yes. So. Yeah, I like Grow Home as well, so... Yep, uh, be good for that. Yeah, you've got like kind of paraglider type thing and stuff like that now. Uh, yeah. It looks, it looks way bigger. Like it looks like a massive fucking planet with all this stuff growing off it. And yeah, I... Presuming there's more to it, because that's the thing about Grow Home, like, it was really good, but when you're done with Grow Home, you're kind of done with Grow Home. Like, I feel like it's, like, the perfect length, it kind of doesn't overstay its welcome, you're kind of like, I've yeah. these mechanics for as long as I need to see these mechanics. It, yes. So hopefully they expand on them quite a bit, if it's going to be that big, but, I don't know. Um, then they showed the best trailer of E3, in my opinion. Maybe not the best game, but... 
trailer for Trials Blood Dragon or Trials of the Blood Dragon. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is the yeah. crossover between their Far Cry spin-off and Trials. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest thing. Um, and it was like the most fucking late 80s, early 90s advert ever with a bunch of weird fucking colours all over the screen and there's like action figures at one point and it looks really good. And then they showed, saw the gameplay and it says like, oh, it's just another Trials game. Um, yes, yeah. But the trailer's so good. Yeah, um, I won't be picking this one. I picked up the last one that they did for this, which was the the was it the I forget what it was called, the Super Awesome Max Pack or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think Trials has been that good since like well, since like Trials HD, to be honest. Like, I, I Fusion was good, um, but yeah, but yeah, um, I. I had a look at this and I thought, ah. That is out but now, it's, though, to be fair. Yeah, it is out right now. It's eleven ninety nine. See if they drop it in price, I'll pick it up. Yeah, it'll go on sale. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, if you get it with PlayStation Plus just now, it's still eleven ninety nine, and you get the soundtrack with it, I think. Correct, I don't, I yeah. don't know how good the soundtrack is, but I'd imagine it's probably pretty good if it fits the style well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and then I thought, okay, it's... It's not really much better for me, is it? No. Then sure. they showed a trailer for the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, skipped, the, I skipped this bit. They brought the producer out to talk about it very briefly. They were very brief with it, to be fair. Um, yeah, they didn't... been criticised by this in the past, because in the past they brought out... Um, oh, shit, they brought out James Cameron in one of them. It may not be you, Subtash, it may be someone else. No, no, the, uh, James Cameron was... Wasn't that... F- Who did that? Who brought out Cameron? Maybe no. I'm thinking it was uh, Microsoft. Maybe Microsoft. Because well, Microsoft someone, also... Someone they also brought out Cameron. Peter... Pete. Wasn't that the year they brought out Peter Jackson as well? Oh, that might be right. I, all I remember yeah. was that James Cameron went on for like 30 minutes on his own. Yes. Which was the worst. But yeah, they brought out the producer. He was very brief. He actually made me a bit more interested in Assassin's Creed. Because he mentioned that the he chose the director and Michael Fassbender because he saw them both work together on Macbeth, which I've heard good things about that version of Macbeth. So mm-hmm. I didn't know those. That's I didn't know it was that director, so it could be alright. But uh, I'd probably watch it. I watch terrible movies all the time. It seems like it's it's taking the the good things from Assassin's Creed, which is the story, and ignoring the shite things, which is the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> they still have him jumping off the tower as well, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope that movie's good. Um, yeah. But I, either way, like they didn't spend a lot of time in their conference on it, which, you know, good on them. They just had to remind sure. people Assassin's Creed still existed because there's not a game this year. Yes, yeah. Um, Thankfully. Which is kind of surprising yep. as well. But, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, then they showed Watch Dogs 2. Quite a lot of Watch Dogs 2. They showed a, a full kind of extended kind of gameplay demo of it. Um, yeah. It looks like they've improved quite a lot of things from the first game. The maneuverability is a lot better. You can climb up stuff a lot better. It's not just, you know, Watch Dogs One. You weren't very. It was. It was a lot more parkour, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more jumping around stuff. You, the hacking abilities seem to have a bit more depth than this time. Because in the previous game, it was literally just hold square and it does something. 
Yeah. Cool things like you can hack a car and drive it around remotely and stuff like that, which seems kind of cool. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm hoping. I, Kieran, you and I spoke about this a hell of a lot, and I reviewed uh, Watch Dogs for for Calm Down Tom as well. That the premise of Watch Dogs and the story absolutely fantastic, but they just they went back to oh let's make it a you know a bland open world thing. So it does look like that this one's going to progress it. So I'm I'm hoping so anyway. It looks like they've learned from it. Um, yeah. Then after Watch Dogs, surprise announcement. Like this is one of the few things I hadn't seen leak anywhere. Yeah, this I, was the Star Trek thing had leaked out beforehand. This is like the one thing I hadn't seen leak. It, um, this this was the part of the show for me. Yes, I was super excited about this. A game called Steep. Oh yeah. An open world extreme sports game. Uh, set on like a bunch of mountains. It's it's here's the Alps. Go play. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. There's skiing. There's snowboarding. There's wingsuits. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, you uh, paragliding and. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. It looks it really amazing. Does. Um, yeah, looks really it. nice. I, I I like the even the kind of selection stuff with changing the mountain and. Yeah. Zooming um, out. A bunch of cool replay stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Where you can like kind of just pause and then switch between like co-op people that you were playing with and stuff like that and rewind and see how they went oh yeah you can Mm -hmm. switch camera to what is essentially a gopro on their head and it's got the cool fish-eyed lens look and stuff like that Mm -hmm. looks really good Um, look really amazing yeah i was slightly disappointed coming out of ea that they hadn't announced the new ssx game so this will probably do that for me yeah yeah that's exactly what i thought i um we would i my fiance, she started watching at the the Star Trek bit uh, of this, and she actually watched the the rest of the thing with me. And uh, I said to her, "That's a day one purchase." Yeah, the one thing I found quite funny about it though is like they showed a bunch of gameplay for it and some trailer stuff. During the trailers, they had um, it looked like kind of super serious. In fact, even the gameplay, like they tried to make it like super serious stuff like that, but then. Whenever characters crash, they've got like a really cartoony, like bone-breaking noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this super serious, like super, like, oh man, we're taking extreme sports really seriously. And then you see like a guy crash into a cliff and it's like, <laughs> oh great, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, and the trailer still had that sound effect in it. So yeah. you're watching a bunch of people like doing all the cool tricks and stuff like that and there'll be one in the background that crashes and you hear this really prominent cartoony bone crunching sound. It's really silly. Um, but it looks fun. I think it's it's going to have that um, drive club feeling to it as well because of that sharing stuff so like, you, you pull a cool jump off of a certain part of the mountain and you can just say like save that part and send to your friends and go go try this. Try not, yeah. try not to die doing this jump. Yeah, Edge, but it sounds like it's going to do what Mirror's Edge tried to do a lot better, because Mirror's Edge has that kind of stuff where you can set a bunch of checkpoints anywhere in the world and send them as a time trial thing, but no. the time trials aren't very fun in that game, so it's not very good for that. But then Steep looks like, you know, being able to make your own little races and stuff like that on this open world mountain will be great. Yeah. Uh, I, I protect good things for that game. Uh, but that was the Ubisoft conference. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good overall. I thought it I thought, it, I thought it was quite strong. Yeah, it was really strong. Um, 
they had some chatter uh, that was mostly pretty good. Like I said, Aisha Tyler kind of nailed it for the most part. Yeah, it was. Some of the South Park stuff, um, the gameplay was great, but I think Trey and Matt were a little bit awkward on stage, as they tend to be. Um, Yes, yeah. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. I think it just was... uh wasn't as crazy as it usually is basically yeah definitely, definitely. but then yeah, they, yeah. they brought out um, I forget his name the, the head of the, the of Ubisoft um, and he comes out oh. at the end and you know brings a bunch of people out and he's like yeah guys we know you guys love Ubisoft and we love Ubisoft and we love having the freedom to do all these kind of crazy things and it was like very much sounded like him going guys Vivendi are trying to buy us help <laughs> <laughs> guys don't let them buy us. It's more than just the shadow. Because I don't know how much we didn't cover it. We didn't record last year, uh, last week, last year. Um, but last week, um, Vivendi bought uh, a majority stake in Gameloft, oh. which mm. is owned by. It's partially owned by the head of Ubisoft, but is owned by his brother primarily, or was. Now he has stepped down and lost control of the company, and they've been uh-huh. buying up shares in Ubisoft. So, ah. and people are fucking scared of it because the last time Vivendi were in the games industry, they were running the monstrosity that was Activision at the time. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's true. Activision during its dark period was largely Vivendi influenced, from what we understand. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's see, at least I thought it was a good conference. Stood, yeah. Definitely stood out for me as yeah. an amazing thing. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, Ghost Recon as well. Super. Exciting. And Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Just Dance, obviously. I mean, always great. Just oh, yeah, Dance. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 guy, so. the, the guy that slid in his knees in the middle of it and had this cardboard cutout of a guitar so with butterfly wings on it. That was so good. He <laughs> was air guitaring with it. I was like, what the oh, fuck good. is this? And the camera just zoomed in on him for the whole thing. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was bizarre. Um, I reckon that's one of the few conferences, like, a lot of these conferences you just watch all the trailer stuff afterwards. This Ubisoft one, I recommend you at least go and watch the start of it if you haven't already. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think it was, I think it was one of the best conferences. Uh, yeah, I, they, think it was really I, I think really strong. I think, really strong. Ubisoft and Sony were all super strong. Yes, like, yeah. Any or whatever, I didn't really think did great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I found Sony's one pretty dry, but like what they were showing was good, but the actual on stage stuff was just oh, kind of. I really like Sony's, but we're now actually Sony's is next up, so yeah, nice Sony too. Started at two a.m. and I stayed up for it because I'm a lunatic, and because I took a day off work, so whatever. What else am I going to do? Sleep. <laughs> um, I stayed up playing Stellaris on one screen, watching Sony conference on the other. Um. They started with, it was a bizarre setup they had this year because they were in an auditorium and they had a full orchestra at the front of their stage. Yeah. Uh, playing over the trailers, playing all the music for the trailers. Um, and they started with, one, they sat and played a bunch of music for them then. And then when they actually started, they started with gameplay, like straight up had the gameplay on one thing and had the dude sitting at the other side. Um, it was, what's his face, um... Shit, I forgot his name already. Uh, he worked on Tomb Raider for a bit. I sent you a message about this a bit, Mike. I've forgotten already. But like, um, one of the lead designers, basically. 
and he was just sitting there with the controller playing it, turns around, winks at the camera, and this gameplay starts, and it's God of War, and I don't like God of War, and this game looked really good. Yeah, I've I've never played a God of War, but this looked like might change things for me. God of War are usually kind of like light button mashy games that I'm not super into. They're kind of okay. They're really light on story and stuff, so I don't really care about them too much. The story has literally just always been Kratos is really angry now he's murdering all the gods. Um, oh no, the gods have killed him now he's murdering everyone in Hades and then killing all the gods again. Um, but this started with like this weird older version of Kratos who's apparently retired and moved to Norway because he's murdered all the Greek gods. So fuck it, Norse mythology, why not? Um, it was much slower much more character focused from the gameplay they showed at least um, they were showing him and his son him training his son to hunt and then also he fights a bunch of monsters and stuff but it looked really good and it was really pretty and Yeah. I did not expect to come out of the Sony conference because again like this is one of those things it wasn't a surprise they were showing God of War it leaked a while. There's been rumours since God of War 3 that the next God of War was going to be a Norse mythology God of War. Um, and it kind of leaked it was going to be at this show. But to see it, that they were willing to change the game so much and make it into something way more interesting is, like, I didn't expect that at all. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, what about you guys? Did you guys like God of War? I did, yes. Uh, I... I've never been one for the series. Yeah. And, you know, same as you. And looking at what they were doing to that, I thought, you know, that looks really good. And it did have the whole kind of Tomb Raider reboot feel about it and things like that. There was just something about the getting the points for, like, they had some odd elements on it where it was like, you know, when you found new areas and when you... Or when he walked into New Year's and when he, like, hunted and stuff like that, it was like, oh, you gained knowledge and stuff like that. And there was just something about all that stuff that seemed very similar to Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah. Um, and the art style in general feels very similar in a lot of ways. Yes, um, yeah. Also, Kratos has a beard now, which is pretty good. I quite like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like a big beard because, like, Norse mythology, so of course he has a beard. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked really good. It was a really good, strong gameplay demo to start your conference with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sony like had no pre- they brought people on stage like maybe three or four times and they were on stage for literally like a hot second like they were barely there um, yeah. they were just like game 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 and I, I really appreciate their conference for this like they just let the games talk for themselves so they had God of War the moment the God of War gameplay demo stopped uh, a trailer for Days Gone started which is the Sony Bend uh, post-apocalyptic Biker game, apparently. Yeah. Um, I thought this... they didn't reveal the name of this game till right at the end of the trailer, and I thought that because they showed it was Sony Ben to start with, and they showed all this stuff, and I was like, did they ship out? Did they give Sony Ben the Last of Us sequel? <laughs> did they tell them they could make Last of Us too? Yes. Did Naughty Dog said they didn't want to and just give it to Sony Ben because it looks very similar. It does. It does indeed. Um. But it's not, it's called Days Gone, and 
they showed a bunch of gameplay at the end of the conference, but we might as well talk about it now if we're talking about the game in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this was one of my games of Sony's conference. I thought it looked pretty good. Um, it it looked... Third-person shooter. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they didn't actually shoot a whole... Well, they shot quite a lot towards the end, I guess. Um, but you play as, like, a, a mercenary in a post-apocalyptic world. And it seems like, at least in the, the gameplay demo they, sh- they sh- showed here, you're kind of hunting down this one guy <clears throat> who's kind of yeah. isolated himself out in his little farm ranch because that's what you do in the zombie apocalypse. Of course, yeah. And then, oh shit, there's a shit ton of zombies. And there's a shit ton of zombies. It is a metric shit ton, yep. yeah. They're literally moving like a fucking swarm of locusts. It was kind mm-hmm. of cool to see. Yeah. Um, and like he's slowly picking away at these giant waves of enemies, like gunning them down. And he's like just firing guns, and like the whole thing. Apparently, they had another gameplay demo they showed to people like behind closed doors after the conference, where they went yep. through the level a different way. But you know, it's like you go, he's going through the level like you know, shutting a bunch of doors and putting down a bunch of barricades, stuff like that, to try and slow down the enemy horde as much as he can and kind of whittle them down piece by piece. Um, because there's so many of them, you can't just stand and gun them all down. It's just there's too many of them. It um, look, looked absolutely amazing the I way it was, was handling. Really cool. Yeah. 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 That was really cool. Um, especially hearing that there's another gameplay demo where he went a different way and whittled them down a different way. Because if it was just a game where it's like, you have to run this way, pull down this shutter, gun a bunch of enemies and start coming uh, through. Almost, almost quick-time event style. So. Yeah, exactly. Yes. If yeah. it was like a yeah. very set path, that would get really boring, really trial yeah. and error really quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it sounds like there's a lot of, kind of options for it, which is kind of cool. Cool. But yeah, I thought it looked good. Um, graphically, not that hot, but again, there's like hundreds and hundreds of zombies on screen, so I guess I can see why. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought it still looked very good. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look bad by any means. But again, like the fact that the art style was very similar similar to The Last of Us. But that yeah. Last of Us um, remaster on PS4 looks a lot nicer. But also, uh, yes. the zombies going. So exactly, yeah. You have to take take your you know your downsides, your good sides. And also, it didn't yeah. help that it came right after God of War, which looked stunning. Yeah, right yeah. Before, actually, there was a trailer for The Last Guardian next, I believe. Um, uh, yes, next was Last Guardian, yeah. Yeah, which was, again, quite a nice in-game trailer. That game doesn't look so great either, graphically, but again, it's been in development since the PS2, so... <laughs> you know, what can you expect? It looks like a fun game, though. Um, and it's finally coming out! October yeah, 25th. yeah. Yeah, that'll be right. Ten years <laughs> October 25th. They gave it a proper date. This is the first time they've ever given it a proper date. Uh, Listen, Duke Nukem had loads of dates. Yeah, <laughs> that came out as well, though. Yeah, Eventually. yeah, we know how good that was. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a bunch of um, previews that came out for the last, the last Guardian. Like uh, the press got their hands on it recently. Uh, most of them were pretty positive. They say the frame rate's kind of bad though. But yeah, yeah. That's kind of always been Team Eco's thing. Like Shadow of the Colossus, one of my favorite PS2 games, ran like garbage. Um, <laughs> That's why the PS3 version was great. I'll wait for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 5 version of The Last Guardian. Uh, then they went into gameplay of Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, which is still... Oh, that is looking I amazing. So I want that. Um, it was like, 
people don't know, it's the Guerrilla Games open world RPG-ish. I didn't realise how RPG-ish it is, but apparently it's quite a big RPG. Um, kind of action RPG. Uh, set in post-apocalyptic world, again, like most Sony games apparently are. Um, where technology has evolved and replaced humans essentially, so now there's a bunch of Instead of being a bunch of wild animals running around, there's wild robots that have taken kind of animal forms, um, and you're kind of hunting those animals. And the trailer, the uh, the gameplay they showed was, um, the character was heading towards this kind of, well, she was just kind of a hunting star with, and she kind of tears these, she's think these weird like crab, robot things, they're carrying these big like, um, they're basically like big kind of, octagonal crates on their back. Yeah. And she kind of shoots them and they fall off. They're just held on by, like, kind of latches. She kind of shoots the latches, they fall off, and you can loot a bunch of ingredients out of them. Um, it's bizarre. And then she fights a bunch more robots. And tames a robot horse. That was pretty cool. She, like, hacks that robot horse and then climbs the top of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for that game. It was great. Uh, apparently they showed a bit, again, they showed a bit more after the conference to press behind closed doors and it has like the demo they showed is a bit more open world and has like some towns and stuff like that you can go and buy new armor and things like that so it's like proper rpg all right okay um, which is cool look forward to that one um then they showed detroit mm. the subtitle for yeah already i think it's become human uh become human become um, which is the new... Quantic Dream. Quantic yeah. Dream. I always forget the studio name. I just think of it as David <laughs> Cage. Um, Quantic Dream game, uh, kind of like uh, Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Where it's all about robots. And robots are living amongst humans, but some of them go crazy and start <laughs> thinking they are, you know, they're more than just our servants, fucking weird robots. Um very Blade Runner-y in a way, but yeah, it's, uh, the trailer they showed had, was kind of doubling down on the kind of choices you can make, kind of like Heavy Rain did, yeah. so they showed a scenario where this family's android is taking their kid hostage, it's holding a gun to her, and they're just standing on the edge of like the rooftops, and the police send in this other android to kind of talk them down from the ledge, and you know, try and, you know, sort things. And they showed the initial version of it where he just jumps off and kills both of them. And yeah. And shows different variations of it depending on the choices you made. Like, you know, you can gun down him and get the kid safe, or you can run over and wrestle the kid from him, or you can run over and knock him off the edge, but the kid stays and you and him both fall off. Or the very last one, which was, uh, they get the kid away he and they talk him down. Like, yeah. rather than wrestle away from her, shoot him or get whatever, they take, they talk him down, and he's like, oh, you're right, what I'm doing is fucked up, take the kid away. And the sniper just fucking tears him apart. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah, and as, as, as he's walking away, you can see it's affected them as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, looking really, really good in terms of yeah. story story progression yeah. and, and choices and things like that. I'm not sure and how it much I like that game, just because I'm not super into Quantic Dream games, but I, I like the premise and I like the, what they're doing with it. Well, I've still to finish um, oh, the, uh, Quantum Break. Well, but, um, 
but yeah, um, so still enjoying that, and that this it has it looks similar in the way that it looked, and it had various kind of um, UI and and things like that that looked the same. So yeah, but again, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. So it was like, yeah, yeah. It, it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good for that. I'm good for another one of those. Yeah, hopefully. Be good. Um, the main takeaway I had that I've written in my notes here on all capitals is just, my name is Connor. <laughs> First thing the robot fucking says when he walks out, it's like, my name is Connor. Okay, yeah. Good job, robot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do I take an hard take on that line? No, it's fine. I guess. Okay, whatever. He's a robot, I suppose. Um, then Sony showed not PT. No. They showed a first-person horror game that looked a lot like PT, and you were walking around. And it's like, oh man, it's completely playable in VR. It's this cool VR thing. What is it? Oh, it's Resident Evil Seven. It looks Fuck nothing this. like Resident Evil. Oh yeah. man. Uh, there's a demo for it up on PSN now. Uh, uh-huh. People are tearing it apart like the PT demo, trying to find any hidden stuff. It doesn't sound like. It sounds like there's a lot right. of red herrings and not actually any secret stuff, but yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. Uh, nah. It's a big move to say that it's entirely playable in VR. Um, yeah, um, I just... It's Resident Evil. I, I've kind of... I know I've, I've disagreed with them with what they've done for Resident Evil for a long time now. Um, and they're obviously... You know, they've now decided, fuck it, we're not really going to listen to most people now. We're just going to go off and we're, we're going to do our own thing now. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, I'd um, rather see them go the horror game route like this rather than go further down the Resident Evil 6 hole. True, true. But do you know what I would rather them do then? Hmm. Get rid of the Resident Evil name. Call yeah. it something else. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, have you seen the logo? Because it looks the logo <laughs> looked. Yeah, the logo so did. Good. It they did have, look. They have Resident it did Evil, look and the then they have the the V, the I, and the L all in orange. So that's the the seven in Roman numeral. Yeah, yeah. The, yes. full ga- the full name is Resident Evil Biohazard, and again the V, the I, and the L are the seven. In Japan, it's called Biohazard Resident Evil. And yep. I don't know if you've seen the Japanese logo, but in the Japanese logo, because they can't do the VII for the Roman numerals for the seven using the evil, because Biohazard's the first name, they have a seven in the Z. Ah, uh, right. So Biohazard. Uh. <laughs> it's really dumb. Uh, I love that they're using both names, though, for the series across the... Yeah, because the they're now... Yeah, they're now marrying it. Yeah, like United eventually marrying it up. Yeah, I like yeah. they're reversing them in both territories, which is really silly. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I hope it's good. They, they um, people are tearing part stuff apart on that demo, and it sounds like there's the demo kind of doesn't have any action in it. It's kind of just a um, you know walk around, see a bunch of scary shit, and uh, I think it's a little bit of like hiding from zombies, kind of like alien style. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, but they found stuff like there's an there's an aim assist in the options. There's nothing to aim with in the demo, but presumably in the full game there's going to be some kind of weapons and stuff. So it'll be a bit more. All right, yeah. Um, but who knows? We shall see. 
Uh, have you have you played any horror games in VR yet? Um, I'm trying to think if I played that one. No, I didn't. Um, oh. I imagine they're probably pretty scary. They yeah, uh, absolutely intensifies it. So I had a shot. There's um. There's a demo for Sisters on Steam at the moment. I've had a shot at that in the Vive, and it's it, it's done very well because it's making you look at things and then look back, and things have changed. And yeah. uh, I played uh, stuff really works really well in VR. So yeah. I I played a demo. I well I don't know how much yeah, but, but I did, I have played a. It was E three the last time we went to E three. I played a horror game. EGX, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you played them. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forget the name of that. I remember you playing yeah. that in Oculus. Yeah, yeah, don't mention it because it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, I remember you playing that. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a bit janky. They were uh, showing, we didn't get to see it because I didn't realise until we left, but um, apparently uh, one part of that Alien Isolation book we went to, they had like one demo station running the Alien Isolation in Oculus there as well. Um which I imagine that is fucking terrifying. They never released that as a game, like the Oculus version of Alien. But yeah, right. Isolation was fucking scary on its own. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, Sony showed more VR stuff after that. Uh, they announced the PlayStation VR is coming October 13th. Yes. We knew it was coming around that time period. I think they'd said October. They hadn't said a specific date yet. Yeah. Um, so they gave it a proper date. They showed Farpoint, which is a sci-fi first-person shooter. It looked alright. Yep. Um, didn't look anything special. It looked alright, though. Uh, they showed Star Wars VR, which is a Star Wars Battlefront oh, yeah. mission. Uh, yeah. They called it the X-Wing mission, so you're a yep. first-person VR inside an X-Wing flying around, blowing things yep. up. Yep. And that, that's, that stuff just works in VR. Yeah. It's kind of There's loads of about. demos like that, so it makes sense for them to know. Yeah. Uh, they, sh- they showed a trailer for Batman Arkham VR, but didn't show any actual gameplay of it or anything like that. It was just a really bad yeah. trailer of the Joker talking over, like a Batman kill. Yeah. I think they should have fucking just cut that trailer out of the whole conference. It was garbage. Uh, uh, well, yeah, it was rather bizarre. Uh, and also, like, the press, again, the press got to play that behind closed doors, and all impressions of it I've seen have been rather negative. It's just that like, right. we had a bunch of Batman Arkham you know, whatever kind of, uh, you know, we had all the assets, so fuck it, we threw it in a 3D thing for yeah. VR. And uh-huh. it's like, okay, that's not really whatever. Um, and then, their last VR thing they showed was Final Fantasy XV VR. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, it's a weird demo thing that they said will be, if you buy Final Fantasy XV, it'll come with it and you can use it on your PlayStation VR. Um, I thought it looked pretty terrible, but the trailer for it was really good. I mean, like, as you play as Prompto, which is like the weird, um, like, blonde, spiky haired dude uh, with guns, who's like one of your sidekicks generally in Final Fantasy XV from the looks of it. Um, but during the trailer, there's one point where he turns around and is just wearing the PlayStation VR headset and, like, gives yeah. it up to the camera. And I thought that's really yeah. dumb in a way I really like. Yeah. Um, but it looks like a weird, kind of, almost mini game collection of. Oh, you're prompto shooting at the boss. Oh, you're prompto staring at female said's boobs. Yeah. VR. Yeah. The, but actually, before before they showed that, they showed another trailer for Final Fantasy, which was much better than the one that was shown on Microsoft. Yeah, they did show a regular trailer before the VR one. 
Det er det, det er, ja. Det er det, det er fået gjort. Uh, that game was good in general, to be fair. The VR one was a bit longer though, which is the weird part about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, then they went straight from VR. This is the one part where I felt like they're not having people in interrupting things, because, like, after the Detroit demo, like, early on, um, they had, like, Sean Layden come out and go, hey guys, this is the Sony conference, by the way, don't know if you know if you've been here 20 minutes already. Um, <laughs> here's more games. And that's pretty much it. Like, he's like, Orlando sure sucked, right? Here's more games. Enjoy, and then walked off again. Yeah. And then they showed a bunch more trailers. And they should have probably had someone come out here. Because they'd just been shown VR stuff and then Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah, and you didn't know you want at that point you want to show is this another VR thing yeah, or it was like a really cool VR thing. There'd been rumors that I was actually like halfway through writing a message to you, Mike. Uh-huh. Because there was rumors that Sony were gonna bring back Colony Wars at this. And the chat I was looking at, everyone was freaking out, like, Oh my god, is this Colony Wars? This is their Colony Wars reboot for VR. Oh my <laughs> god. Um, but no, it's called Duty Infinite Warfare, and they made it into a cool-looking sci-fi show, which... It looked stunning. I was I was yeah. shocked. As people who are not into the Call of Duty series... Yeah. It looked really good. <laughs> I I couldn't believe I thought, what the hell is this? Um, I, I was really getting into it, and then Call of Duty, and I thought I would... If you had asked me to guess what that was, and, you know, because I, I had no idea what it was. For me, like, they got through the I thought it was Wing Commander at one point. Yeah, I thought it was like, Wing Commander like, back. Yeah. It looked like that kind of thing. Um, and, like, you go through all the... For me, it was like, you go through all the gameplay. It was like, you know, flying around in a spaceship looked really cool. They had this weird map that you could choose, kind of the mission you were going to looked kind of cool. The zero gravity, kind of floating about with the jetpack, gunning people down. Or, don't even have a jetpack. He was using, like, a grapple hook to kind of pull himself onto things. Um... I didn't realise it was Call of Duty until he got to the the kind of bridge, like the outside of the bridge. Yes. He stuck C4 to it, and it just said breach, and it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's fucking Call of Duty, of course. <laughs> 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 um, it looks good though. I, I, it might be the first Call of Duty I buy for the for years. Same, yeah. Yeah, and also it comes bundled with um, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which a remaster of that, which that was the last Call of Duty I really enjoyed. So, yeah. Cool. Um, then, again, Shodden came out for, like, the second time in the entire conference between these dozens of trailers. And, uh, very quickly announced, <laughs> he came out to Crash Bandicoot music. Yes. <laughs> with a cool effect where they had this, like, Crash Bandicoot shadow replacing his shadow and walking along with him which I thought was really good yeah I thought that was quite um, cute and, and, he was great. Like, and he was like yep so there's rumours there's been rumours for ages um, that Sony had the Crash Bandicoot license back which they do not but they announced they made a deal with Activision that's allowing them to remaster Crash Bandicoot 1, 2 and 3 so they didn't say what that meant they said fully remaster from the ground up Mm-hmm. So you would hope it's more along the ra- the lines of that Ratchet and Clank game that came out last month, and less along the lines of the Final Fantasy VII port that came out on PS4 a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they didn't show anything. They didn't announce anything beyond that. They were just like, yeah. And then they're like, also Crash Bandicoot's and Skylanders, and showed a trailer for new Skylanders. Yeah. Which yeah. looks like more Skylanders. It does, yeah. Um, I hear those games look good, but I've never really gone to. 
I don't want to buy lots of toys that aren't amiibo. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or Infinity. Um, I've not bought well, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. Anyway. But they're all, they're all going to bomb pretty soon. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no more Infinity. Yeah, <laughs> infinity. Prices, infinity. We've come to the end of Infinity. Yeah, exactly. Those yeah. Prices are going to nosedive and then very sharply go up again when there's more, no more to buy. So, yeah, when, yeah, yeah I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that nosedive. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> I haven't bought Infinity 2.0 yet, so I'm going to try and buy that and the Star Wars stuff. As as forget, forget the nosedive, you're already sitting on a cash cow for when it comes back up. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Invested wisely into Infinity. Um, <laughs> then they showed Lego Star Wars, uh, yeah. the uh, tie into the last Star Wars movie. It seems like yeah. another Lego Star Wars. Yep, yeah, I. Did. The demo's up on PSN already. For yes, that's yeah. Demo Has anyone had a go at it? I've downloaded it, but I've not had a shot yet. I had a quick shot of it, um, and I got a little bit stuck because I was, you know, trying to do play it and sort things out. I had things I had to sort out, and the cats were running about daft as well. Um, but it looks really, really cute, and you get to play as BB-8, which is awesome. Yeah, that's always good. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um... So... Unrelated, but slightly off topic for a very brief second. Uh, they announced a bunch of like Lego stuff outside of this conference, like uh, for Lego Dimensions. Like they're going into essentially like their season two of figurines and play packs and stuff. Uh, one of them, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I thought that was pretty good. Um, back in the Sonic conference. So Lego Star Wars, and then uh, the... Andrew House came down and goes, "Hey guys." One of the best things about being Sony is that we make all these deals with the best games developers. Like this one. And then Hideo Kojima walks on stage. <laughs> yeah. And it just goes, I'm back. Here's a fucking trailer, bitches. And then walks off again. Um, and then, then starts the weirdest trailer you have ever seen. Oh, it was so good. It was an awesome trailer, though. It was so good. It was nonsense. It's, yeah. The way I put it on Facebook was... Think of how bizarre cult, uh, like all of Kojima's trailers have been in the past for Metal Gear Solid, for Azor Theaters, <laughs> for that Silent Hill thing. Like he's made the weirdest fucking trailers. And then take away that that shackle of being part of a franchise. <laughs> where it's like, no you're not. Or even the shackle of being part of a big company. Like he's yes. not got Konami breathing down his neck saying, what do you mean you want... Uh, Norm Reedus to pick up a baby and hug the baby and then the baby turns to oil. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> he could do this once and he did that and it was fucking weird and I have no idea what was going on in that trailer at all. But you, but you want the game. I want, I'm buying it day one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure but it's I just mean, the like, If there's I, I, for it, I'd pre-order it right now. I'm literally watching the trailer right now again and it's just like there's there's dead whales and fish all over the place there's yeah. five floaty things in the sky that we don't know what the fuck they are yeah. they yeah. look like they look like oil. people but yeah. <laughs> yeah the baby disappears and just oil handprints start Ray walking star, over naked Norman Reedus and it's just like what is going on star, Norman Reedus has a like weird cyber handcuff on him yeah um, it was uh, yeah, my fiance had seen that seen that one as well she said I don't know what the fuck that is but are you getting that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my girlfriend was just like that's fucking weird. But does it even have an, a name that makes sense? Death Stranding. I mean, Stranding makes yeah. a degree of sense given there was a bunch of like dead whales and stuff like that on that beach, but yeah, it's a weird fucking name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> I don't know. 
It was a really good trailer. I bet we'll, that game will be great in seven years when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then, another thing that I think it probably had leaked before, but I hadn't really heard of it before. Um, they showed a trailer for Insomniac's new game. Oh, yeah. I so, See, I I stayed away from leaks, so I had, this was yeah, brand new to me. Yeah. It was same, the same for me. Like, I, I think I read afterwards that it leaked beforehand, but... I also, all the leaks that came beforehand had said Sucker Punch was making it, um, the guys that made uh, Infamous. Yes. Kind of made it, maybe make a bit more sense in some ways, but mm. um, yeah, so in some way, like the guys that make Ratchet and Clank and made Sunset Overdrive, uh, made the Game of the Year Fuse. Um, Fuse is not Game of um, <laughs> They announced that they're making a new Spider Man game exclusive to PS4. Published by Sony. Yes. Not tied into the new movie. They confirmed afterwards. Um, which is weird because you think that would be the one reason they would do that. But, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but hey, a Spider-Man game made by a studio that's proven to make fantastic games. Yeah, fine. Like, take my money yeah. and I will, I will buy that. Yeah. Um, the trailer looked really good. Uh-huh, yeah. A bunch of Spider-Man swinging around, smashing through things. Afterwards, they confirmed it was all in-game footage, uh, running on a regular PS4, not running on a PS4 Neo or anything like that, which is kind of crazy. Look yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Um, Sony actually confirmed afterwards that every game that was running on, uh, every game they showed gameplay for, like Horizon and God of War and stuff like that, were all running on a regular PS4, not a big PC or a big PS Neo or anything. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, uh, Spider-Man. It looked real nice. Um, it was a very brief trailer, but yeah, looks cool. Uh, and then the end of the days go on the gameplay, which we already talked about. Yeah. Um, and that was the Sony conference. Uh huh. Like Sean Layden came out like one more time to say something, and then Days Gone came on. Like they. Yes. It was a really weird conference because they had the orchestra there, which was bizarre. But I I really like that. Even I like that. Yeah. I like that. Imagine it would have been great being there. But even like watching the live stream of it, it kind of added a bit to it. Uh-huh. Um, and they used it in some silly ways with playing like really evil sounding music as people walked on stage and stuff like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at one point, Sean Layden even like turned around and looked at the com- everyone and was like, "Guys, if you ever get a chance to walk on stage with an orchestra playing, do it." Um, <laughs> which is cool. yeah. Like they all looked so amused when they came out. Um, but it was just a weirdly paced thing because. So used to things like the Microsoft conference or the Ubisoft conference, where you know they show a couple of trailers or some gameplay, and then they have someone come out and talk about something for a few seconds, and then they go into something else. Yeah. Um, where Sony, it was just like, here's a game, here's another game, here's another game, here's another game. Um, probably about half of the stuff there had gameplay footage. Yeah. More than half, actually, almost all of it had. Gameplay I think footage it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even the trailers were mostly gameplay footage trailers. Or at least an engine. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kojima claims that Death Stranding thing was an engine, but I, I don't. What? I, I, I don't believe that. For a second. He... <laughs> yeah. I think maybe those are the models that you put into an engine and then scaled down. <laughs> you know? yeah, cause... yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they also said that they've been working on it for like a couple of months, so there's like not enough to show that it's actually there's no game there yet. That's kind of all they've got. Um, <laughs> like he only got let go by Konami at like. December or something like that. He's not. Yeah. Even, he's been putting together his studio for the past few months. He's not actually done much yet. That's a good trailer. 
Um, but yeah, it's just weird. Lots of trailer, lots of gameplay, not very much talking. No, like, firmware announcements, no upgrades to the PlayStation or anything. It's just like, here's games. Yeah, yeah. This is what you want, right? You don't want us to come out and talk about how we're improving PSN. You just want the games. There was, there was one game I wanted to see, which I didn't. But maybe it's because it's coming out pretty soon. And that was, say, uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Gran Turismo Sport wasn't there, except for like yeah. a brief snippet and their kind of sizzle reel at the end. Uh-huh. Um, Gravity Rush 2 wasn't there, even though they released a trailer for that right afterwards as well. There's a handful of like weird missing things, and I wonder if they had like a very tight kind of time limit because they were in this auditorium. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, there's a bunch of stuff missing like that. Um, Gran Turismo Sport would have been good. Because the trailer they showed for that afterwards was a lot better than the stuff they've shown beforehand. Yeah. Because all the stuff they've shown before of Gran Turismo 4, which I'm excited for because I really like the Gran Turismo series, but all the stuff they've shown before has looked like an upscaled version of Gran Turismo 6. Like, it has been the most unimpressive game that I've ever seen Polyphony like, release stuff for. And then the new trailer actually looks like a brand new game. Like, it looks new, it looks polished, it looks nice. So, I don't know. It was weird to mention that. But overall, you guys feel good about the Sony conference? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I know you weren't super on it then, but Yeah, I don't know, it just I think like you say, it wasn't it didn't have those moments where it broke up the pace, it was yeah. just here's some footage, here's some footage, here's some footage. And I almost I almost missed some of it. I was I, I mean I was trying to watch it on my lunch break. While eating and being distracted, <laughs> so I, I may have actually missed a couple of things, but yeah. you it know, it's weird. It was definitely like the weirdest conference I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think maybe, like you said, it was maybe they did have a time limit. Or- yeah, orchestras yeah. are expensive. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, like, we have an hour and a half. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, no, no talking. Just show the fucking games. <laughs> yeah, it um, it was it was it was just game 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 game. They're like, you're um, trying to talk for too long. This orchestra will get bored. They'll just leave. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. So, um, what did you think was if you had to rank them? Was 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 there, was there one conference that stood out for you? Do you think? I'd start with Ben. What which one stood out for you the most? Um. Oh, I don't know. I think I would say Microsoft's, but mostly because right. of the the hardware stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Um, Kieran, what about you? Which which one uh, did it for you? To... Um, for me, it's toss up. Probably Sony, um, but Ubisoft is probably pretty close second for me. Um, and like Microsoft is up there as well. Like they're all very close to each other. They're all very good this year. Yeah, but yeah. Microsoft, uh, sorry, Sony had uh, God of War. Like it was the main thing. Like I came out of the three conferences excited for a God of War game. <laughs> like, the only way that it could have been weirder is if the Nintendo live stream had got me excited for Pokemon, which spoilers it did not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, like God of War looked really good. Horizon Zero Dawn continues to look really good. The Last Guardian looks really good. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 looks vaguely interesting, which is more mm-hmm. than I could say coming off of Resident Evil 6 in the past. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, they maybe spent a little bit too much on the VR stuff because there wasn't... I think they have to show VR stuff because they have a VR headset coming out. Yeah, yeah. But 
Nothing they showed was particularly interesting. Farpoint yeah. was pretty decent. The Star Wars VR thing will probably be okay, but it seems like a tech demo they used the Battlefront assets to make. Yeah, yeah. VR, they didn't show anything of. The Final Fantasy XV VR, again, looks like a tech demo they made using the assets of Final Fantasy XV because it's already there. Um, uh-huh. But then, like, the high points of it, like, again, Call of Duty looked super interesting. Death Stranding, yes. don't know what it is. Great trailer. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, Spider-Man, you know, they had a lot of really cool stuff. Um, yeah. And Ubisoft is mainly steep. Like, all the I... stuff looked quite good, but steep looked so good. Yeah. Yes. See, and, um, and, uh, Ghost Recon. Yes. And Ghost Recon. Um, I, I thought, I thought Ubisoft had the strongest the strongest one. I was very surprised at it as well because a lot of the stuff wasn't for me, but I thought in terms of showing off the product and, and, you know, showing everything that was going on, I thought spot on, they'd done an absolute brilliant job at it. Um, you know, the, the ghost recon that was for me, loved that South park. Excellent. The division stuff, I still, I've still to play the division, but it was, you know, it was informative. Everything, Eagle Flight, eh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I thought the the Star Trek stuff was cool. Um, For Honor, I just love that guy with his walking stick. I think he's, <laughs> you know, he is. He's awesome. I grew up, yeah. They had had the little cute game in there. They had the madness with the, you know, the the trial stuff again. Yeah, they had lots um, of stuff. yeah. The, um, the Assassin's Creed. I thought I thought that was really well done because they didn't have the game, but it's like uh, Aisha Taylor made the joke, you know, it's not a Ubisoft conference until somebody dives from a tall building into a bale of hay. And I thought, yep, fair enough. Um, They kept it short. They kept it interesting. They they made the Sasquatch movie seem interesting, which is exactly yes, exactly. What was they announced? They announced another. Oh, the announced there's gonna be a Watch Dogs movie. That's what it was. Um, yeah, a Watch Dogs movie. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it was very brief. Like they didn't have anything to show about it. They didn't have anyone connected to it. They're just like, also, Ubisoft continue to make movies. We're going to do a Watch Dogs movie. Uh, um, and then Watch Dogs Two. I was still, I'm still kind of on the fence about that one. And of course, Steep was, uh, it was my 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 game of their their show. So. I think in terms of, you know, strength and being able to judge all the games, theirs was the only conference where you could turn around and you could say, you know, you knew where the game was, what stage it was. There was information about it. It wasn't just yeah. an obscure trailer or anything like that. Pretty much pretty much yeah. every pretty much every Ubisoft game was given a release date, wasn't it? Essentially, yeah. Uh, yeah, Watch Dogs is... Yeah, I, I think, I, I think the VR ones didn't get release dates. I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure. No, I think um, Ghost Recon think... was Valentine's Day next year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, so, but it, all in all, it was it was a good show. Um, games that everyone's looking forward to. Um, well, as I could say, there was one other thing. Oh yeah, it yeah. Was a conference, I... but. Nintendo it was a thing, yeah. Yeah, they done their, their treehouse. Which I know you watched some of, Mike. I don't know if you did that. I did, yes. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. watch any of it. So, the main focus of their E3 presence is Zelda. Yes. Because Zelda, they're finally doing a Zelda game for the Wii U. 
they announced the name is Zelda, uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And then they showed a shit ton of gameplay of it. Yep. Um, and that game looks really good and really different from every other Zelda game. Like, they took Zelda instead of being this kind of puzzly dungeon crawler thing, they've turned it into this big, wide, open-world RPG with some survival game mechanics, like you're, you can cut down trees and collect resources and things like that. You can climb up everything in the world, and there's tons of little things to find. Um, and it just looks graphically stunning. Like, it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that is actually one of the things I came out of the show like super excited for. They also showed a shit ton of Pokemon, which was really boring. I thought it was... I got to see certain things. Um, yeah, it, it did drag on a little bit. Um, I sat through a you... lot of that Pokemon stuff thinking, none of this is new. You're just showing a Pokemon game. You're showing all the sh- stuff that I would know from previous Pokemon games because you're just showing the battles. You're showing walking around the world. Yes. Yeah, they, they showed the wrong things. So they showed some of the things like the interior of the house, um, you know, before your mum kicks you out so she can shag the postman. Yeah, so um, okay, it's a Pokemon game. I get it. This is here. Yeah, it, but it looked, it did look nice. Um, yeah, I the did ba- the new art style, to be fair. Yeah, the, the, the battle system where it seems to have, there's a whole lot of meta you can now interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's more accessible. That, that All that meta game and metadata is accessible and usable um you know you don't need to go you know read reams and reams of encyclopedias to, to know what you're doing now if that's the way that you want to play the game um but they spent far you're right they spent far too much time on it once they showed it to you that should have been it move on the next bit let's have a look at more different pokemons but they then have the guy he's playing the game and he's got the biggest, the world's cheesiest grin on, by the way, because it's like, suck it, nerds, I'm getting this game before all of you. And But he's playing the beginning level, you know, or the beginning levels. That he's he's playing the beginning of the game. So the, it's the same. It annoyed me slightly because he's walking in the grass and he's catching the same Pokemon at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah. You know, I know the I know the game has to be formulaic for certain things to happen and things like that, yes, but it's it has to be a Pokemon game at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah. then actually it was kinda of disappointing in that way from seeing all the Zelda stuff and seeing how much they broke the Zelda formula. Like that new Zelda game is not a traditional Zelda game in any way. Like it doesn't yeah. have any of the Zelda formula in it at all. Like there's still dungeons in there for some degree, but they're broken up into little uh-huh. tiny little small dungeons that you don't necessarily get specific items for. In fact, your weapons break. It has weapon degradation and destruction like in Dark Souls. Right. Like, it's a fucking weird, different thing. And then you see Pokemon, and it's like, oh, it's another Pokemon game. Right. Like, you've made some improvements to it, but it's another Pokemon game. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Um, that Zelda game looks good, though. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking at the Zelda... Thing just now, it, look, it does look very good. Yeah. Uh, they had some cool. There's like lots of interactions with the world that are kind of cool <laughs> in that game. Um, like the. Do you remember in the Far Cry games? Where you could light grass on fire and it spread? Yeah. So Zelda has that. But also has like wind directions. 
So, like, you'll set a fire somewhere, and it might not be anywhere near any grass or anything like that, but then the wind will change, and then your fire just blows over and bursts into a bunch of flames everywhere, and you're surrounded by flames all of a sudden. Um, it's just a really cool, weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, that game was really cool. I... If you had to pick one game, though, what game was your, your favourite game you saw? One game? One From the game. whole conference. From the whole conference. From everything. Mine might be steep. My my yeah, uh, steep's up there, but and so with Battlefield One. Yeah. But 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 we happy few looks really good. Yeah, <laughs> that I I think we happy few will be the one I get the most out of in terms of the story. I don't and think it will be for me because it's that kind of roguelike style thing, and there's very few of those I stick with for a very long time. Like yeah. roguelikes, they have played a shit ton of, and then Downwell I've not played nearly enough of, that kind of thing. Um, and also it's a bit more of a story-focused roguelike, but it's still a roguelike. Yeah. I think, I think Steep will be great, but I think it'll be quite cool for kind of pick up and play five minutes thing. Do whatever challenge you guys have yeah. put up, and then move on, sort of thing. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, you mentioned the the ones that I would have mentioned, uh, you know, um, <laughs> because uh, Forza Horizon Three, you know, I'm hyped for it, but I know what it is. But yeah, if yeah. it, I had to pick, yeah. look at the, yeah, um, looking for something new, it would be either steep or the we happy few or days gone um yeah um yeah okay i'll go with because you you guys pick steep and we happy few i'll go with uh, days gone yeah that's fair i thought days gone yeah. looked good yeah yeah um overall solid e3 yeah i think it was a, it was a good e3 there was nothing you know it wasn't like a a few years ago when we got all the you know the consoles released and it was all about the consoles and the new the new games for the new <laughs> consoles and things like that um it wasn't sorry so i was just, it wasn't even uh, it was all about the new consoles and sony doing everything that microsoft weren't yeah that's true yes yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing like the last few years have been kind of weird because with the ps4 like kind of announcement one you had that weird you know, Mexican standoff between Sony and Microsoft, where we all went into assuming that Sony was going to announce the same DRM stuff as Microsoft, because every leak beforehand had said the only reason one of them would do it is if they knew both of them would do it. Yeah. And then Sony came out and was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I <laughs> expected that. It was a big surprise. As much as people want to try and, you know, rewrite history and pretend like, oh no, no one ever believed those rumours or whatever. Like, no, we all went into E3 thinking that Sony was going to announce the same shit as Microsoft. That was the thing. Um, the year after that wasn't super exciting. But then last year was, um, there was a bunch of leaks for Sony stuff, but no one believed them because they were so fucking bizarre and then they all were true. It was all like, by the way, The Last Guardian was going to be there and people were like, yeah, fuck, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, sure. They're like, oh, they're going to announce a new Shenmue game. It's like, yeah, yeah, of course they are. Yeah, yeah. What else are you going to say? Final Fantasy VII remake? Yes. <laughs> no, don't talk shit. And then it all happened. And it was like, what? 
Um, this year didn't have any big surprises like that. The closest would be the Crash Bandicoot thing, but they didn't actually show anything. So I don't think yeah, it's as hard yeah. as those did. You know, like, even the Final Fantasy VII remake had a trailer. Um, but it's... I don't know. The, the biggest surprise for me was like the Spider-Man thing, which is not necessarily a huge surprise, but it was a cool surprise at least. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a good thing. I liked Sony's weird attempt at changing up the conference kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Something you can really do every year. Well, actually, never has. Because, like, Sony yeah. has their... They have their PlayStation Experience event in uh, September, October? Some point towards the end of the year. Um, maybe they don't need E3 for announcing hardware and firmware stuff anymore. Maybe they right, do that in yeah. The time. Maybe at the end of the year they go, by the way, there's PlayStation Neo coming out starting next year. We don't need E3 for that anymore. Hmm, true. Like, in general, this E3 was... Just pay attention to the conferences, it was kind of, it looks similar size, but it's important to remember, like, that EA conference wasn't part of E3. Like, Nintendo wasn't really at E3, they just had a live stream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it's, had, it's... they had playable demos there, but, you know, they didn't have a conference. They haven't had for a few years, to be fair, but, like, e- E3 is getting smaller every year. Actively. Yeah, I was just going to say, is this the start of the end of E3? Somewhat, it seems that way, at least. I mean... It didn't impact us because they never had a they never have conference anyway. But Activision Blizzard didn't have yeah. a booth this year. You know, like some of the massive players pulled out. Yeah. But it's that weird thing. Like I think if you, even if E three goes away, I think you're still always going to get this bunch of conferences from these players, or maybe not necessarily these players. Like Bethesda only started last year, and they, you know, they might change. Maybe someone else pops in and does something. But I think you're always going to get the, this bunch of conferences from people who are the biggest in the industry at around this time every year, even if it's not necessarily under the E3 thing. You know, maybe EA play happens and Bethesda play and Microsoft play and Sony play, it all happens the same week. Yeah, they'll just do their own thing. Exactly. I think it's just this weird tradition thing that helps to have the focus all in one place at this time. Mm. Uh Um, Even if it's maybe not going to be under the E3 banner. But again, if you're trying to modernize their stuff, like this year they had a thing that was open to the public. It wasn't the same E3, like they had a separate event in a different venue, but it's like they had this big open, like EGX essentially thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, E3's weird. Yeah. That's the end of that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, is there th- anything we missed or anything anyone else wanted to add or um yeah I want Horizon Zero Dawn yes yeah um uh, yeah I'm looking forward to Gwent yeah I'm not but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no yeah, I think I think Gwent will be good as well. Um, I thought, I think in closing as well, it was nice that we were getting a whole load of games that were coming, you know, announcements of games that were coming this year. Uh, yeah, outside of the Sony conference, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sony conference was like, I don't know, fuck it. Death Stranding might not even be a game, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there was a bunch of, of that is. there was a bunch of bunch of stuff that was like, yeah, we've got the demo right now and. 
go and download this and that. Yeah. Although Red Table 7 actually had a release date as well, it's coming out in January, I think. They said it's January, no, let's say 24th. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Was, there was a lot of stuff that was like, most of Microsoft stuff and most of the Ubisoft stuff was like, it's coming out at the end of this year, starting next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, excellent. Um, I think that's pretty much us then. Cool. Uh, go to the website. Go to the website. <laughs> um, lots of people have been recently, which is kind of cool. Excellent. Good. Um, good. There's the. You guys all remember I covered uh, Dovetail Games Euro Fishing. Yes. Did a yes. review for the PC game on the website. Uh, that's now come to the Xbox One preview program. Oh, right. So uh, lots of people are coming to the website going, how do I catch big fish? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, I've got my hands on the Xbox One preview version as well, so I'm going to just throw up a preview article on the website Excellent. for fishing on Xbox good. One. Okay. And we'll get Kieran's Mirror's Edge review up, and I'll yeah. probably do a review of Stellaris as well. Cool. Excellent. So, we've... After that. so there'll be a, a good kind of flow of stuff coming. Excellent. Good, good. Um, yeah, also, if you want to send us an email, um, either about something you've seen on the website or just about the podcast in general, you can send us an email to podcast at glitchfreegaming.com and uh, we'll pick it up there. Uh, if you want to send an email, if you've got a game that you want us to cover, uh, if you're a a developer or a publisher, you've got a game you want us to cover, you can send us an email to, an inqui- to inquiries at glitchfreegaming.com or you can get a hold of Ben directly as well. Yep. At uh, Ben at Blitz. Yeah, I can't even say yeah. it anymore. Ben at glitchfreegaming.com. Uh, you can also follow us on the Twitter. Uh, to follow us on the Twitter, look for at glitchfreegame and you can look for us on that Facebook, uh, just look for Glitch Free Gaming and you shall find us. Yeah. All nice and You shall cozy. indeed. Tons yep. And, yes. Um, cool. So I think that's it then. Uh, the only thing left to do is thank you all for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we will go back to semi-normal recording next week, so it'll be a normal... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll go back to normal programming. Will um, be the order of the day from next week on. And Ben, you're going to be joining us again soon, I would imagine. I think so. Yes, we have yeah. our Stellaris podcast. Yeah. Good, excellent. Um, but thanks for coming on today, anyway, and uh, shooting the shit with us about E3. It was a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yay! Cool. Right, uh, so until then, everyone, uh, it's late. I'm going to go to bed, um, but we shall speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll speak to you. We'll speak to you all next week. So until then, see you later. Yeah. Bye.